Welcome to Cloud City After Dark. It's Star Wars podcast brought to you by TV8MyDinner.com. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. It's been a Star Wars, Star Wars the land. This is Cloud City After Dark. I'm Sean. This is Andrew. Hi. <laughs> so Hi, I guess we, we we should say that this is there's not going to be any Rise of Skywalker spoilers because this is a this is on the eve of we haven't seen it and we can do some predictions but since we're here we may talk about Mandalorian we may have some Mandalorian spoilers. Yeah, it's been a while. We haven't talked about it all year. Star Wars. Yeah, we haven't we haven't talked about anything Star Wars. Yeah, so this is a good. Thing. Yeah, I bet you we'll have a little bit of a cut down because I I wouldn't mind doing some more in January. About yeah, Mando and just stuff that are going to go forward and stuff like that. And certainly we'll have at least a little to discuss after we've seen Rise of Skywalker. That's yeah, oh, yeah, cute. no, yeah, absolutely. We'll have to do that. Forgot about that. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking about, yeah, like, that's going to be a lot of episodes. That's how Disney Plus messes with your head. Now you're like, yeah, we well, have a lot of new things coming out. We're like, yeah, like a well, movie. As like, fun oh, as yeah. it's been in the past, let's just start with this. It's fun. This year has been great. The past two months, especially, it's like stars everywhere. It's like. I ended up watching all six of the movies. Like I just, it just got into it. You know, I wasn't excited. I cupped it off until about November, and then, then it was with Mandalorian. I was like, yeah, yeah. But we're about to we enter did. the dark times again because we're just gonna end, <laughs> and we're gonna have nothing. Well, that'll be fine. For, for a well, while. no, that's fine. I tell you, the, think that's fine. But I know that uh, the, the, the Obi Wan start shooting soon, so the Obi Wan series will be coming. Yeah, probably about another year, I guess. If they're gonna start shooting soon, then. Yeah. And yeah, I would think this time next year. So that's pretty cool. And then and I, I assume that they have... I mean, it's all these rumored series. Like, the, there well, was a rumor I'll, that there was a live-action Thrawn I'll, series. And I almost give a hot take right now, after The Mandalorian, and then after... And I know they're... We'll talk about that, too, later. I love it. It's just simple. I know they'll have other shows that are more complicated. I'm fine. I love how simple the show is, and just it's very relaxing to me. Um I'm almost after the Star Wars movie, and I've already because I've already I've gotten, there's no spoilers. I know nothing, but I've even started getting reactions. We'll talk about not about that, but just I want to also predict where the conversation is going to go after this. After this movie, I'm so glad. I'm so excited. You and I love Last Jedi. I'm ready to. I'm think this will be fine. I'm sure it's probably going to go more fan service. That's okay. I just want to. I just want to enjoy it. And after Isn't that, I'd be glad if we don't have Star Wars movies. Like just do series for. I mean, even for like years. I'm saying, well, like, like I'm, I'm fine. Nobody's talking to say about it. What that could be a while because their their planned ideas for trilogies, I don't think they've got a green light on. But the, but where, the quality the you can do with shows be. is so much more interesting now, you know. And it's like, I'm so ready for Star more. Wars just to be more. It's like, let me just talk about nobody cares about it anymore because I'm this so is tired. A win-win. Of, I'm tired of arguing with people. About yeah, well, anymore. I'm tired of it being important. I wish they would yeah. saturate it to the point like this is this, the end of the saga is 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 happening Done. this week, and then whatever happens is anybody's guess. So I just want to be you like... shouldn't have an expectation after this because like, well, I thought they do this. Like, you, you don't know that after no one's guaranteed anything after episode nine. So even if you felt you were owed something in this particular trilogy, it's it's anybody's ball game after yeah, this because so I'm, I'm ready you to can get... like or dislike yeah. it at will. Yeah, I'm ready to get outside of the 40 years. Like, let's, if we jump a thousand years in the future, 
then we can go, nobody has 40 years of expectations wrapped up in this anymore. This is just a new story, new stuff. We can judge it on its own thing and not worry about, you know, it's like, let's just, I'm, I don't know. I don't think you ever get, I don't think you ever get that it. point. I just enjoy the show because it's easy to avoid write-ups and stuff about shows. I mean, Baby Yoda's taking over, that part of the show's taking over. But in general... You don't see all these stink pieces about Mandalorian. It's just fine. I get to enjoy it and then just no, talk the about it with the, people I like it. And then <laughs> the take on Mandalorian is so weird Like in in that most people seem to enjoy it to the point where if there are think pieces, they seem completely pointless in just trying to say anything. Like I saw one thing that was saying, well, you know, the way they're shooting this thing, it's going to be like four and a half hours so that's only like an hour and a half more than than a three hour movie. It's like that's a huge amount of information. What are you talking about? A three hour movie is still twice the length of an average movie, which is an hour and a half. So you just said, oh, it's probably just it'd be, be like three average length movies, like only. Yeah, I'm tired. In the I course think, of eight weeks. Yeah, and it's like who cares? And we're like, it's so simple. It's like, yeah, but we saw what happened with Game of Thrones and other things. You got pissed at that too. Like, let's just, how about we try some? Does every show have to have eighty characters? No, let's just have a relax. Have you have seen a Western epic impact on yeah. the galaxy? I thought this is what we wanted. I, I am, know. I, enjoy what, it. I don't get. It's gritty. They kill people, and it's like very simple. And I'm, this is exactly what yeah. we talked about wanting for years. And now they're like, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. Uh, I just wish I was it was like, more cinematic or something. I was like, what are you talking? That's what. That's almost. I think Star Wars is just. I mean, Last Jedi didn't do it. It just revealed the underbelly. You know, it's like elections and stuff. They bring out the crazies or whatever. It just revealed a weird thing of just like, oh, this is too. I told about this before. My big theory about this is just Star Wars is just too big, and you have a group of people that big. We're gonna like different things out of it. Like what's important to me about it is different from other people, and it's miraculous that it does all those things for people and services people in that way to the mm-hmm. same specialness. So it's like, I, I, I didn't realize that. I was like, well, we have to be thinking the same things are special. But no, I mean, they can take it on a surface level and really think it's just as special. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow, what a what a perfect product. You know, it's something that... But the problem is when you get to talk about it is when people experiment with it and, you know, and they get to where it's like, okay, and then people have issues with it. When sometimes trailers come out, I'll watch it, but then I'll spend like an hour watching different reactions, you know? I just enjoy people, mm-hmm. especially if it's like a nostalgia thing. I like certain... Because I found like 10 to 15 different channels that I like. I was like, oh, this I like when they react. So, you know, not all of them, but every now and then, you know, every once every three months, something will come out that's worthy <laughs> looking at them. And that Ghostbuster trailer came out, which is great. I thought it looked cool. I was like, wow. This it looks really pretty cool. And I was like, this is neat. This would be fun. But every one of them is funny because you get like an idea. And especially also some of the Last Jedi stuff, I get an idea. I was like, oh, God, why'd you have to say that? I enjoyed your stuff. Like, they had to like, <laughs> I like how they had to really make sure you understand that that last Ghostbusters movie was terrible. Yeah. I was like, just so you know, that was bad. I was like, I don't care. Why do I care? It's like it's almost <laughs> like they're defending, but also it's like it last the last Jedi. They're they're like, I'm going this better. I hope this just gets back on track. I was like, we're everybody's talking about these things like they're managing a, a Dairy Queen and they have employees that aren't showing up to work on time and they really need to get back. You know, I was like, what do you care? Yeah, You're not like a we stock- need to <laughs> set the Ghostbuster economy straight because that one. <laughs> We had a 30-year lapse of exactly zero Ghostbusters anything, and then we did one Ghostbusters thing that people didn't like very much, and we really that really upset the apple cart. Right. I mean, I guess you could us. say we are shareholders in this fandom, I guess, and we have to... But it's just a weird... I was like, I don't care. Whatever. It's like... I don't know, we're not shareholders because we don't lose anything. Yeah, I, yeah. That's what people don't understand. Like, a shareholder is in it 
for better or worse. Right. Like, we're only in it for, we feel like we're let down with, like, if they make something and we don't like it, like, that's all there is to it. That we don't, then we just drop out of it. We're like, well, I'm not going to watch those anymore. It's like, we don't have any actual stake in it except our interest. That's not the same thing as somebody who's invested either way. Like, I can't say I'm a shareholder if I if I cashed out the second that the stock dropped. I'm like, you're not a shareholder anymore. Yeah, that's so what... I think. But we want to act like we're still like, I'm going to sell my shares and then I'm going to show up at the next stockholders meeting. It's like, right. you can't do that because you, you don't have any interest in this anymore. You sold your interest. Because the problem is that a knee-jerk reaction that's negative is easy to express. Just like a knee-jerk reaction that's positive if I just said, I thought that was really good. But people don't, they don't mobilize when they think something's really good with that knee-jerk reaction. They're like, that was good. But right. people in certain things, like Star Wars apparently being one of them, when they have that negative like knee-jerk reaction, they feel this need to make sure that it gets voiced everywhere. And meanwhile, the other people are like, well, let's, let's take a minute and, and analyze this and see what, if there's any merit to it. Like right. those people aren't doing that. Those people are like, no, this is not what I wanted. I will not hear the argument again, because there are arguments. If you don't like elements of the Last Jedi, or if you said I just don't think it worked as a story or whatever, but that's not the same as people getting mad about right. it. And that that the anger is the well, part. And, and the, that, well, that we also side is that they did that. The same thing happened with Force Awakens. It wasn't to the degree. But it disturbed me just as much then. There's just enough of a big, like, oh, it's back, and there's a little more of an over, like, a tide of, like, stop complaining about it. But there, remember, I used to get bothered. There's YouTube channels. Even to the fact I've talked about some people, so I know, so I had to, like, qualify sometimes. Well, some people I know didn't like it, but, because there was, like, huge YouTube communities that just hated it just the same way. Well, and there's YouTubers who like, Jar Jar Abrams really is like. a channel. And stuff that's there's, like, very, there's very insightful guys out there that, that hey like who was it was it implicitly pretentious was that the kid he did one was like super super did not like force awakens thought this is right. the wrong course but then really really did like the last jedi and was very positive so that you get those interesting reactions too but yeah, i think I, it it's a level of vitriol i mean there are some people that are just like nah i thought force awakens was nostalgic crap but they weren't like hounding everybody afterwards, you know. Like they weren't. They didn't stalk J.J. Abrams, you know. They didn't chase him off of Twitter because of that. They're just like, nah. I just didn't think that was good. And that's it, that to me is an appropriate reaction, right? I don't fully understand the people who keep coming back who are always disappointed. I I feel for those people. Well, because that because that yeah, if you just have a slapdash reaction and you're like, well, I don't really care about it anyway, so who cares? Whatever, move on. And if somebody asked you about it, it's like, I don't really like it. Okay, it's just a movie. I've had some people talk about that, and I was like, well, I liked it, and they're like, why did I say, well, like, because you know, I don't give them much to opinions a lot of times because they're so arbitrary with people, especially if you don't care about movies as much as they're bigger deals to us, you know? Like, but it's like other people's like, yeah, it's fine. I haven't even seen that yet. I'm like what? <laughs> you didn't see Avengers yeah. yet? What are you talking about? I was like, yeah, I didn't. I was like, oh my god. I was like, let me watch it work. I'm watching my phone. I was like, don't watch it on your phone. What are you? I was like, that's like, <laughs> I get like offended by that, but most people just don't care. So I was like, I get that. Yeah, it's the same to them. It's something. And I, and I, but to I, them, I almost envy them because yeah. then you can just enjoy well, it. Well, like, I guess even it's, as much as you and I enjoy things, and I I really do love like tearing into something and 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 seeing how it's made and all that, but. 
but there is something to be said for having a more passive relationship with well, the entertainment. I think we do about some things. I don't think we're like crazy about everything. I mean, there's certain things. I mean, I like music and movies and games and books, but those stuff is like, yeah, I'm not that into like cars, so or sports. And when it's like, what when I came to terms with the whole last Jedi thing is when I just like it hit me one day. It's like, what am I complaining? Like it's this is sports. It's just coming to the world of this now. When I realized that Star Wars is so big, it's sports level because. If you yeah. college football is nasty. If you go to any like go to a Georgia yeah. game and like listen to because when I, my parents took me when I was a kid and then they have like the sports radio afterwards and just listen to the like the parade of I want to judge them but idiots or whoever just these really angry fans just saying how much an idiot the coach is. I was like, what do you do, dude? You're like a mechanic. Someone like there's nothing <laughs> wrong with being a mechanic, but he's there for. The thing reason I we'd get so pissed is like I think the story's fine because they had to do this and this. They just there's no consideration of that. So I was like, oh, that's when I started being more. Crying. I was like, this is everywhere. This isn't just Star Wars. This and I should have looked into like and person's how, character yeah. because they thought this about the values and this. Part. I was like, no, it's fine. They're just people yeah, like to bitch to about stuff. People like to bitch about stuff. That's it's common. popular like, enough that I, I I I worry that that's when we start to love something enough. I mean in as a collective that it has to reach that level of of i don't say animosity but that that people have to get that zealous about it but i just well but that that's what i'm saying there's like some things i don't take for instance if you and i i don't know if you're into cars you're into cars maybe you are right if somebody just like hey here's a demo day sean and andrew you guys are gonna like drive this ferrari and you're like, we got to drive it around the track, and it was 200 miles. They're like, that was fun, okay, you know. That's the experience we would have because we don't care. Yeah, but somebody's car goes low. So that carburetor and that lower shift ratio is horrible in that car. That car is a piece of junk. And we're really like, be the what are you talking about? That drives me nuts as a movie fan because they'd be like, what kind of car was it? It's like it's blue. Yeah, I don't know. It went fast. I literally. But you know what I mean? I, like they could say the handling. I can only find my own car because of the color it is. It's yeah. a very distinctive color, but, blue. They, I'm agnostic but to see, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying, though. But for them, that's a much deeper experience. That aficionado shit. Right. And so, but and so somebody comes to us and goes, "Is to movies like I am to cars." Yeah. So like I don't know, it was that guy? It was pretty fun. Yeah. They, like most people don't remember actors' names or directors' names. Like and like, yeah, Interstellar is pretty good. It's like. Mm. <laughs> They're like, okay, it's fun. I'm not even gonna take away. Most of you just don't care that much. And I was like, yeah, it's weird that I care, but everybody's got this thing they care about. Cars are also stupid to care about. Everything's stupid to care about. So Star Wars, so are movies. Dude, when you care about too much, you have to ask yourself why. Well, but you got to just have perspective. It's true. okay to have, care that much, but also realize it's stupid <laughs> at the same time. Like it's okay to do stupid things if you know what you're doing is stupid. You're like, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know. <laughs> Don't take it too far out yeah. into your real and life. Also, don't it's, hurt other people's feelings. And don't take away other people's joy. Yeah, that's the biggest thing I, I have. Don't take away other I, people's I, I, yeah, enjoyment of things. Maybe that's this is the best preparation for going into well, that movie. Here, I'll give you. People will probably have already seen it when they listen to this. So this is more like 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 cautionary. Whatever you didn't get, because I don't even know. I I I'm interested. I know we we told people we're going to do predictions and stuff, well, and we are. I'll, so I will give I'm you. Sorry that we're just. I'll give you my first prediction because I'm probably going to. And I'm, I'm, this is me talking to myself. So just calm down, Andrew. Just don't worry about everything <laughs> we're saying right now is what the whole world is. We're saying what all why people have different opinions. So don't get caught up in the fight, you know. It is like a political thing. It's like, who cares? At the end of the day, somebody's there, and it's fine, and it'll be fine later. I shouldn't, Andrew. Feast yourself. But I can tell you my number one prediction. Because just from the inklings of hearing and, like, listening to interviews and, like, even just the 
tiniest. This action. is a story prediction. Yeah. Right? This is well, what no, your no, prediction no, is going to happen. No, no, that's not it. Sort okay. it's related to that. But just in, <laughs> we'll I'll, get to the, I'll give the broadest I mean, one I mean first. Do those as well. This is, like, cause we'll talk, I don't want to talk about this fan shit anymore because it's boring. Like, we'll talk about getting to the story because that's fun. I think, JJ, just a broad prediction, is one... <laughs> I think this movie is going to be fan service to hell, an actual fan service like we talked about, not like oh me, but not maybe not. We've, we'll have a discussion about that. I think it'll have that. that I think level, it'll be super level, yeah. fun and have just a bunch of stuff, and it'll probably, you know what? I'm sure we'll get like we'll go into details of what that means. I want to, I'm just doing broad ones right now. I'm sure they're going to put more. I'm sure maybe in race parents are somewhere now. I bet they will be. That's a big one. I don't, I don't know. know. I bet you. I don't think so. My point is just in general. Let's say let's be just black box for now. I think in general he's going to make it a lot of fun, and it's going to be the opposite. I think the people that didn't like that, it's like, see, this is what it was. And then the people that did Last Jedi, who we were siding with before, going, it's a piece of garbage because they tailored the toxic fandom. I guarantee you that's going to be the reaction we're going to see a bunch of places. Well, and I think there's no way to avoid I, that. Because, I, it's just it's because contrary to anything, so you have to be contrary to whatever, like... Because some, sometimes you have some of the same people that they're like, I didn't like that Force Awakens was too similar yeah. to the original Star Wars, but I didn't like The Last Jedi was completely different than my expectations. Like, So you can't... I mean, you, I do you feel wanna, bad for me. You don't want to avoid fan service because there are some things that legitimately are fun to give everybody. Like, yeah, have Lando. That's that's. I'm okay with that. But you just have to understand, and, I, and hopefully at this point they, they have going into this, there isn't a movie that delivers for all those people. So and, you, whatever like, movie you're making, I hope for certain. I hope it's in the middle. The movie that J.J. Yeah. Abrams wants to make. Yeah, I hope it. I hope because, he did it. I hope it's fun. And also, let's remember, Last Jedi is a lot of fun. Return of the Jedi is a lot of fun. But you could write that same article going, "Well, if you're a fan of Empire, you're going to be disappointed." Yeah, because it's not this really deep meditation on spirituality. It's a conclusion of the story, and it's fun. And it's light in some yeah. areas, and but it's satisfying when you're a kid, or even now, it's not as yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, again, it's not. It's like the third best one, but it's super fun, and it's great, and it's a good conclusion. You're like, great, done. <laughs> and I think, and it has know, pointed moments in it too. It's got the most profound moment where he sacrifices himself. You know, so with with him saying, you know, I was really inspired by Ryan Johnson to try to to do something a little bit Ooh, like to yeah. put myself out there. I think that there means super lore stuff though. I actually do think mm. that so that means. But I think that, that that's fun though because that at the very least sort of gets him into the idea of experimenting a little bit with well, what they're going to do with it and I'm I'm okay with that. Well, and I also think you and I that's why I feel bad and this isn't a pretentious thing to say with these movies I feel bad because you've talked to certain people before and you're like I feel bad that you don't like this anymore because I feel bad that people don't enjoy it because as critical and analytical we are, and even things like Interstellar, like I enjoy what I get out of it. And then later on, it's fun to tear apart or not. But like with Star Wars, I like Star Wars, so I'm like, let's get out. Like I can understand like there's it's, just like this kind of it always delivers. But yeah, because like, it always has something. I, with, with Force Awakens, even though Force Awakens had had too many elements that were a little too structurally close to the first movie, nobody. Yeah. Nobody didn't know. Starkiller Base is a really dumb idea, just like the realistically, whole, it it's falls a dumb apart idea. in the third act. I said that when I first yeah. saw the movie. It I said that. It's like, that's the one thing. The first act. It falls apart a little bit when Han Solo shows up because that's unnecessary to what they had already established. But it doesn't ruin the movie. But that's also what. It's a solid movie throughout, and he introduces a lot of cool ideas that we spent a lot of time trying to pick apart that were not 
part of the original movies. So he does deserve credit where that's due. There were these mysteries and stuff right. that weren't that weren't nothing. Like they, some of them hopefully will now pay off. We're getting to see the Knights of Ren. That's something that's going to happen in this yeah, movie. I think for it's going to sure. be great. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I was about to say something. I want to get the last of it, but yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be like. Like we had our thing, we had our fun like twist that changed the narrative, like just like Empire did, and now let's have a fun conclusion. Let's get all the ships in the galaxy. Let's bring and I think yeah, we brought the well, Emperor back. Who that's the thing that's where fine. we're we're kind of disadvantage of other people. Like cause some people like the Last Jedi might be the more highbrow viewer. You know, it's like oh, I love how they talk about these relationships in a modern way. And I was like, yeah, but we also like deep lore stars. So we're we're predicting that they're gonna have Snoke's gonna have laboratories like like. We thought they were going to go into that Jedi, so I'll enjoy making this thing a film, but hell, if you guys want to make this, like, the craziest clone kind of thing in the world, I'll go for that, too. I don't care. Yeah, whatever kind of ride <laughs> like, you got. I'm on board. It's like, let's do this. I, like, to me, like, we're having the most fun with it because cause we had fun with Force Awakens, and we had fun with Last Jedi, and I feel for anybody who... It, who dropped off and just like I'm just not yeah, feeling it. Yeah, it's like Mandalorian because he's like, not going to oh barely God, say anything, and the, this episode he's always wondering his helmet. All right, cool. We'll see how this works out. I see. I don't. And it's so it's, fun. Yeah, it's, it's a big like, samurai western. Yeah, awesome. Like, that's what we wanted to see. Too it's short. Wolf and Cub. I was like, okay, but that's what they are. So let's just. I was like, I don't know what you're comparing your perfect things to all the time. I was like, I don't. Because start like you said. There's bad parts. Like it's like that with every movie and every good thing, but especially Star Wars. Especially the original trilogy. I mean, we'll talk about the prequels. Especially, they're always more than the sum of their parts. That first movie, oh, they're all hot messes to a degree. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of ways. Yeah. Very simple and, and more... goofy, and like, uh, I mean, this is a weird. We're scene. in a position now where we're able to look back at the prequels and yeah, there's analyze that. Like, what story great production design? What great overall you know what story? I mean? Like what great like designs of ships? Cool. Like, I'm so happy that we're to that point because there was a time where that was all there was. And well, I, was like, oh, I don't know if I like Star Wars And I think I'm, it's even more mature now because I am of two minds. Like, this is my whole thing, dialectical thinking, right? Holding both of these thoughts in my head at the time, paradoxical. At once, I'm enjoying them more because, like, God, these ships and stuff. I've been watching, like, special features from the prequels and just marveling. It's like, man, this team is so good there. They're conceptual people and all these things they made for us. Mm-hmm. And he's actually good at picking stuff out for that. You know what I mean? Like, you got your Dax's Diner and all that stuff in there. There's like, Ugh. But 98, 90% of the time, he makes good choices. I didn't mind that diner stuff Yeah, either. it's just, well, like, yeah, it's fine. When I first saw it, Attack of the Clones was my favorite one of those. It doesn't hold up as as well, well in, terms, that's in so, terms of a lot of things. That's what's but so funny I about it. I actually had more fun yeah, in that movie. Stuff surrounding it and even the overall arc and all that stuff gets stronger to me. And the history gets stronger to me. While at the same time, the dialogue and stuff, like, this movie is just god-awful. Like, this, those yeah, dialogue, the dialogue scenes, is definitely bad. the Anakin and Padme stuff was like, this is, like, <laughs> student film bad, like, worse than that. Like, I, I keep getting yeah. more surprised when nobody said a thing, because, like, this is, like, the worst in the world. So, yeah, we can get, I was like, we got used to squeezing point. enjoyment out of it at that point, you know what I mean? Like, whatever you can get. Well, yeah, I mean, and you can still, what I love about that is at this point, you can look at what was established in those movies in story and say, well, this is what it contributed to the mythology and the themes and all that. And like, it didn't really come together in terms of communicating all those messages properly or whatever. But, but now that we take the whole thing, now that we're moving into chapter nine, 
we can actually look at the saga as a whole, and we can look at even the parts that we didn't enjoy I'm and see what to, they did. Yeah, I'm to looking universe. forward to them to bring in prequel parts into this movie to justify them. Like, oh, cool, oh, cool. Which certainly yeah. they they will at some point. Hayden Christensen might knows, be in this. You know, right? Will, will Ahsoka Tano might be in this? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That'd be great. They you might bring like, back Mace Windu with robot hands. You could McGregor, happen. You and McGregor could be in it. Who knows? Like, it could be great. I would love to see. Hayden Christensen come in as the Anakin ghost. That would be great. That was a concept because for that's Force so Awakens. Because thematically important to this. Like, oh, I think that they, could be they, very powerful. Yeah, if they bring... And honestly, with what you wanted to do with Leia and are not able to do now, the, the spirit of Anakin could sort of fulfill that kind of role, that closure well, and for Kylo. The thing that they could do, just let's say, let's talk about the Sith in general, because like, Palpatine... Is in those trailers, so I don't know what is, if he's back or is just playing voices. Who knows? Or he's a ghost. I'm guessing ghost. But the way they could, there's some ways they can, you know, integrate Last Jedi in ways that one I think because they're just because they do answer questions from Last Jedi doesn't mean I'll be like I would say that goes against Last Jedi because you know what they could explain Snoke right more sure. and like Pal- there's a backstory there. Snoke yeah. could have been a pawn of Palpatine, right? If Palpatine's alive somehow. Right or a contingency plan, it could have been mm-hmm. like, oh, through I was talking to you know I use Snoke and I use Vader or whoever. Be, Snoke could have been some kind of incarnation. Yeah, of that I would be cool. Me. I was like, okay, that's fine because that gives everybody what they want. I was like, it was a great because tra- I don't care about the. There's obviously a connection here because I get the sense from that trailer that this massive fleet of Imperial ships is coming out of that's, the unknown well, regions. Well, or yeah, I have a feeling. I think they got really lorry with this and. I do think it's they're taking that stuff from the Thrawn novels. They had to. I think Chris Terrio probably read those. I don't know if J.J. Abrams did, but as a writer in this, well, even like after the Katana novels, fleet, but, they talk about the unknown regions a lot. Like it mixes uh, the Katana fleet of, with like the bases where Palpatine stored weapons and stuff. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it's mixed and that those feeds two into. Ideas. We talked about the aftermath novels and how they talked about all these weird stations that were all like Jakku being one of them also where they had these old like uh observatories that were there before the Jedi and all that and uh Palpatine was obsessed with them and and because he was receiving signals from the unknown regions from something from some kind of presence some entity and so that is part of the new canon that hasn't been touched on now I don't expect them to touch on it a lot because they haven't at all in the movies, but this idea that well, they have always you know pointed what? us towards the unknown regions as being an important plot point that hasn't Man, been yeah. explored in the movies. They, yet. But even now, like I read the newest Thrawn one, but then I read that Road to Resistance, whatever that book is. I listened to that too. Oh, I haven't. I did. I it's good. Read it's that not. I worried about like I don't know too much. It's like a, just a one incident right after for, like Last Jedi. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. That's I always save that stuff till after, even though it's not it, that, it, it never it's really not big at all. It's not that big a deal. But like. But even that, those books, Expanders is all about mentioning the Unknown Regions all the time. That's all they talk about. So it's like, that's a way, because who knows, I do feel <laughs> that this saga will be over, but I don't know if they're going to continue, they, they're going to continue this timeline to some point. It's not like they're just jumping to a new galaxy or something. So maybe if they even just bring that up and talk about enemies, Unknown Regions and stuff, that could set up some movie 200 years in the future. So, you know what I mean? Like... Oh, what is that going to yeah. be? That's the new threat 100 years from now or something. You could easily do that. And I don't expect Thrawn to appear in this movie 
but God, that would be a great show. Hint at what happened to him because you know Ezra Bridger and Thrawn and what happened to them in the Unknown Ridge. Well, that's where Snoke is from, though, right? Is a big part of Rebels. Yeah, that's how Rebels ended. So that's something that is still out there that that could be revisited. Again, that's too much to just dump into the last movie, but it's something that could be hinted at or built onto well, without can, them having to go well, to the Well, but you could talk about it and say, not maybe even go to what's out there, but even the concept of the Unknown Regions have not mentioned in the movies, right? So you could say yeah. Palpatine, he survived, or is his ghost, and all these things were out in the Unknown Regions. And this is where we collected and made the First Order, and this is where we collected but, this other huge plan that we have. Thrawn's value to the Emperor was primarily his his understanding of how to navigate the unknown regions. Snoke, all those weird navigators that he had in his throne room, that was their purpose, was navigating specifically through the unknown right. regions. yeah. And apparently the Chiss use force sensitives to actually... To actually help them navigate in the unknown regions, so there's a whole bunch of weirdness That's in what the I'm lore saying. But it's that they don't have to get deep into. But but it's, it's right there. there. It's right on the surface, and they just haven't gone into it because yeah, the Force Awakens introducing it. This one, the Last Jedi, is more a character piece. You know, it's like a two day character piece basically. And now this is like, this is ending it. So whatever there's a galaxy consequences involved here we need to bring it in and talk about its threat or what's happening and they're obviously introducing an an up till now unheard of massive threat which has to come from somewhere the unknown regions is sort of the the thing that they've designed to house a threat of this magnitude that no one would have known about right because it can't just be yeah because the movie is like just where the movie's ended off it's like well the resistance rebuilds a little more i think it's been like a couple years or something i guess and then it's like we're just going to fight them now. And Kylo and, yeah. Kylo and Rey are going to fight. And we don't even really know what the full state of the First Order is because most of what we see is this new Imperial-looking threat, which we assume is somehow associated with the First Order, but it almost seems like its own thing. Yeah, you don't see a lot of First Order in it either, so it's like... So it's very cool to see like what this means, but the First Order being run by Kylo Ren. Right. And then we come into this situation. I'm very excited. I do think we're going to see a lot more force ghosts and force mysticism of some kind playing into this story. Yeah, this seems like a Sith spiritual ghost, journey Sith that they're all going too. on. Yeah, it's like, and we they and go we know the it's the Death, the Death Star for some reason. And they're in the throne room. Weird they're in the throne room, reason. and they're like smashing Darth Vader's helmet. So what's going on here? Like, they're it's all about yeah. Like I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be these like callback. Like I don't think. But I do think, in a way, that's the big thing. It's like the Palpatine thing's interesting. Are they gonna like in the lore now? They've already done where he had contingency. That's in that Battlefront Two game, because there's all these like robots that have his. Like, they have those in the yeah. comics too, and that is something. That, I doubt that that'll be the full extent of how they do it, because that would be kind of cheap. But that actually could be how he's there, is because they all speak with his face and voice, and it's so creepy. But they <laughs> carry out like. Like the the his commands and and some as his podcast I heard and I was like oh, yeah there's some things like in there's a couple because they're just like uh, the the ringer um I forgot their names but they've been analyzing all the movies like it's been fun because all these podcasts have been talking about Star Wars too I was like this is great I get to listen to all this stuff and yeah. but you just hear people who are taking it seriously like we do and analyze it like have these different I was like oh I never thought about that. And one of them's like with the uh, emperor, because like well, we don't know what happens in the new movie, and like maybe, because it's like well, because they're going over how he died. I was like, well, 
Darth Vader just picked him up and threw him up. He's like, yeah, but he was getting electric by his own lightning. So he could be fine. He could be just totally fine. Like, yeah. He looked like he Luke exploded fell off the when same he fell thing, into that and he was hole, fine. But... And then Darth Maul got but cut then... in half and was fine and fell down a big thing. So he could be fine. I don't know. Maybe. I, don't... I, feel, like, I feel like he had to have died in some sense of that. Or if he just survived, I think the Empire would have Yeah, I think it's his spirit. I think fine. it's a Sauron type deal. I think he's like hasn't had enough power to amass. Yeah. And they've been trying to... Foster Hopefully not whole, a whole lot like this, but like, you know, in the old Dark Empire comic when he comes back like in a clone body or something. Yeah, I hope he doesn't even bullshit. come back in a body, but maybe it's like... No, I'm hoping he's a spirit. Yeah, maybe I'm it's like a really spirit is, that like, like calling out the, the whole reason he's just been like using like like um to Kylo, because Kylo had been had the best, like most potential in the Force, so that's who he's like was drawn to, and then like... They, and he, he created thing Snoke. That was pretending to be the spirit of his grandfather. Yeah. That would be yeah. really cool. Because to me, that's a loose. Because he acts that like, means, that's, like yeah, you can Wakens, say whatever you want to say, he acts, but he literally says, "Show me the power of the dark side again." To to that. Yeah. Helm. So you get the like, insinuation he's that he's talked to him before. Right. And it's not if it's Snoke, it would be Snoke pretending to be Darth Vader, but he thinks it's the ghost of Darth Vader. So you could, you could easily say, "Well, it was that was." Sidious. That was Pal- Palpatine did. That. And Snoke sure does look like a Frankenstein monster, by the way. So he could easily have been some weird clone thing put together and like shipped out. You know? Yeah, it comes apart easy enough. Like, but you know what I mean? Though, like he's an emissary of the Emperor too. But he need, he's that push because you can't just like immediately go, "Hey, look, it's your spirit buddy, like Palpatine here." He's like, because he's not bad yet at that yeah, point, like, right? You know, I like, can't make genie shoes work because that's. A body. Because if you think about it, How that's... How am I going to fit into these gold pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a way to make that work. You think about it, because I watched the movies again. We watch them again. Snoke goes, I need to bring him here, and he needs to complete his training. They don't do anything to complete his training in Last Jedi. He doesn't even make... He just makes fun of them. But what if completing his training is killing Snoke? Because that's when he actually does turn bad for real in Last Jedi. Yeah. And that would be the... And that's the, sort of the Sith way. Like, when you kill your... That's how you become and a master. That's, you kill and so your what master. if that happens and now Palpatine can reach out to him and go, okay, you're bad now. Come on. Like, let's do this. That would be pretty cool. I would like that. Because then you get and all that, like that weird fair. Sith and I wonder if you go into like, like Darth Bane's. You remember just like the, the, well, the temple. In the that temple Yoda stuff, episode. Yeah. Malak or whatever and, it's called. Where is that? And he goes there and, t- and talks to the ghost of Darth Bane. Yeah. Who's there, I guess, at the place that he died. I don't know, but... I think we're going to get that some of that stuff. seems like that's what they're getting into. When they go to the throne room on the crashed Death Star, it seems like that's where they're going to find the spirit of the Emperor. But wait, maybe, well, what if they don't do that, though? What if they get into, like, he goes to other places? That's what I'm saying. Though. Like, we have a two-and-a-half-hour movie. That might just be when they confront something. But what if... There's Malik. Those are well-known places, right? Where that? What's that planet called? Malik? Uh, which, the one where they go. Well, it's like a Sith Malachor... Planet. Moraband is the one I think where where Darth Bane is. There's a lot of M planets, like they love inward planets. But Mortis is where they find like the archetypal force wielders. Moraband, I'm pretty sure, is where Yoda went, and Malachor is where the massive purge happened of all the Sith and Jedi when they triggered that super weapon. Super weapon. So I wonder if we can get some of that, like Sith lore type stuff. 
I hope so, and I'd like to see something with a ziggurat. I didn't know all the all the expanded stuff has these crazy, like mystical ziggurats, and we almost never see that in the movies. They explain something about like there's some. I don't know if it's in some of the comics because they in that Ringer show they were explaining stuff as they go over this, and they're like one is like while Ben is still a student of Luke's, they go on some mission somewhere, and like they do fighting, and then like they do fighting. But, like, Ben's, like, tearing apart, like, killing all these guys, like, with a lot of, he's like, whoa, what do you do? Like, I like, like, seeing scenes like that, but they said that there's a scene in one of those comics where Snoke takes him to Dagobah, to that cave. This is in canon. To Dagobah? Yeah, this is in canon. That's what they said in this thing. That seems like a weird thing to include in canon. How did Snoke know? Oh, I don't know. Dagobah is like, a holy place. Mm. Now, they usually go to, like, Malachor. That's what, that's what happened, like... And I'm gonna look that this up while we're doing this. What, I, I, well, what they said, because they, they said what Kylo Ren's blade is based on the designs of the of the Malachor Sith. No, it's in the comic. I can see the pictures of it. Yeah, so he takes him to Dagobah. That must be in that origin so he, comic. But I what happens is he sees his parents and like, but he can't kill him. He can't bring himself to do it, and he just like Kylo just destroys the cave. That's like the paraphrasing it i don't know i haven't read it that's what they just said i was like that's a cool little story too like a little episode or something i was like i'll have to look yeah, at that like, like i said if it's if it's prequel stuff to the movies i usually avoid it's it a comic i'm looking at the movie. pictures of it right now it's a comic it's canon it says canon but, too so well it has to be canon if it has kylo in it it's post disney so it takes him to the day which is cool like some of this stuff is neat it's like so yeah they do some stuff that's thrilling in this it's just like I guess it makes sense because there's a dark side cave on Dagobah, so I guess not only the light side people would know about it as a holy place. Yeah. That's what I liked about Heir to the Empire. Like, Timothy Zahn just thought, well, maybe there was a dark Jedi here at some he point. He died there morning. or whatever. Then... Yeah, and that's why this... But that was that's a fun time because nobody knew anything, so it was just everything was just a complete blank page. Right. But that was a neat idea. That's what's so, like... I started listening to those a little bit on and off. Because, like, I just want to listen to more Star Wars stuff. And I love those books. So I just wanted to... But, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest lore. I mean, I can't think outside of that. Because, like, we sort of started to get into the origin of Jedi stuff in Last Jedi. I'm like, yeah, who cares? I think we already hit that thing. Like, that's already been tapped. It's like, nobody cares. Like, the Sith is a thing we haven't dug into yet in the movies now. And I think that's a thing that... Obviously, they're setting up because of Palpatine. And I was like, you got some explaining to do if you're going to bring Palpatine back in some way. Yeah, and you have to find a way to... I mean, it's it's delicate because we still have to have sword fights and there still has to be good guys and bad guys. But really, I still feel like they're going to go here. Well, also, you got to be... They have to find a way to, to find... I, I think we're going to see Kylo and... and Ray team up. Well, I that's think, well, or something that we're going to see these sides come together. I'm you hoping that be what we end up seeing end. is the end of the Jedi and the Sith as two opposing sides. That's what I would love. And that the would sort be, of coming together of the darkness and the Skywalkers. That's what they're called. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the theory would be not necessarily that's a mix of of darkness and light, but that at least whatever the new form of Jedi becomes is is going to be called Skywalkers. Yeah. I think that would be a very cool idea. I like the Skywalkers thing, but I, I'm because it's like holding out that 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 that's a message that they'll bring into it thematically because that in, ter- in terms of the psychology of of Star Wars, that's 
such an important thing. Everybody keeps going wrong because they everything gets thrown out of balance of these two sides fighting each other. So even though you want to say a good versus evil thing, at some point they have to decide to stop fighting each other. You know, it can't just be about that. And I think in some sense we'll see that sort of unity in this movie. I don't think they're going to just decide we shouldn't fight anymore because there's Star Wars and that's what all the movies have been blasting. It's going to end up with people blasting things and something will probably explode because that's just the way things well, go. I, but yeah, I hope, because that's, but, what the, I mean, that's like the subtle and awesome message of Last Jedi is like, Luke, the right thing to do to do is like to be okay with that darkness inside of him and kind of bring him up and like not you know, but he but he yeah. like <clears throat> like that Clone Wars he, story with Yoda. That's the whole message. But he went extreme story. and almost killed him, and then that got a reaction. And then it caused all this stuff to happen. Like so, it's like you can't spike the things, and then also you taking yourself away from the Force. It's like not the answer too because now you're spiking it the other way. And then what yeah, you're just doing what the Jedi's so, always do, which is try to repress negative so feelings what the, what the, by annihilating. What the universe does is it goes, and, all right, here's Ray, by the way, you know, because that like darkness rises and the light to meet it. You're like, yeah, and someone yeah. shows up at your door. He's like, hey, hey, you can't hide from the force. <laughs> hey, you. I was like, the force is like, no, you're going to be a part of this because you, you can't not be a part of this thing. It's like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. But I think that's the, yeah, that's the kind of. Go like I never realized that too because I went because that rule two things when did that come from when did that come into canon? Uh, it came in it, during the prequel times. I'm pretty sure that the very first mention of that is in Phantom Menace, and they don't mention the rule of two in terms of one killing the other, but. Phantom Menace introduced that idea yeah, where there's that, always they just, two sit. I love how he just came up with bullshit and then, and then like somewhere mm. in the expanded canon they they specified that. That Darth Bane, I, I have no idea where in its legends, I guess, somewhere, but it's still part of the thing that Darth Bane established that rule because they were all just killing each other all the time. But is it also to establish, and, but now, I mean, because like, that's what's funny about all these movies because none of this stuff is determined, and each movie brings in a new, like, oh, so that's how that works, you know. Last Jedi kind of brought in an economy to that in that way. You know, that's what it's implying, right? Is that these things happen. I mean, Snoke says it. But then, like, that's what his all things about this balance and this thing happening. And that's what we, that's what we thought we were going to get. That's the one disappointing Last Jedi. They didn't get more into that, the balance between. Because the Force is literally the well, balance between the We realize now that they went about as far as they could go. <laughs> they go flipping like, out. In like, my mind, like, they didn't get metaphysical enough on that. And people are like, what is this philosophical It's like they're shit? tearing down everything we love. It's like, no, they love it so much, they're showing you why it matters. So it's yeah, like, they didn't go far it's enough. Like, Jesus. Like, you have to, like, actually, they, they showed a good deal of restraint compared, like, when we weigh in the reaction. They, they did it just yeah, right. Yeah, and so, but that's literally what they're saying, you know what I mean? So, but I, that's the one rule, too. I always thought that was a dumb, weird thing, but if that's... You put that economy back to it. I like that idea that's like, yeah, make thousands of Jedis. Have fun. I'm going to be the only Sith. That's why I'm so powerful, right? Because I'm the balance yeah. in the darkness to all this well, light. Well, that is you know? true because in this particular that's paradigm, why I can fool all you guys. deliberately turning yourself off to this whole other part of the Force because you say it's inherently evil. Right. So you're basically giving me unfettered access to all of that power. Right. Which I choose to use for evil, but it doesn't have to be. It can't be. Nothing's all good, nothing's all evil. When the Jedi thought that they were serving over only the light, look at all the horrible things that they ended up doing and enabling. And I, I was watching New Rockstars doing a video about um, Attack of the Clones, I guess. And, and they were brought up the fact that the Jedi 
actually said, oh yeah, we should probably tell the Senate that our ability to to sense the force is weakened and all that. It's like I didn't think about that. That's true. Their their whole use of the force is weaker. That's what I mean because because they shut themselves right. off. I mean the the Jedi. When you think why are Sith like so much more powerful? It's like because they're tapped into like this complete like think of their bandwidth compared to the Jedi's. They're tapped into this like immediate and well, direct physical thing, massive too, right? power yeah. source. And they're the only ones doing it. And it's funny, though, too, when you reanalyze the old movies, too. It's like, we got that lesson from the Jedi, and, and it wasn't fun to watch in that thing. And the movie wasn't really... That's what the problem with the prequels. It wasn't a kind of... They weren't on trial in the prequels. You know, it's just like, that just happened. You're like, wait a second, those guys are horrible. But that wasn't really what was being commented on, really. You know, you're like... <laughs> yeah, that wasn't... They were framed as the good guys in the so show. It's like, so I was like, oh, but hold on, they're think. really... And then if you watch the movie, the original trilogy, again, I mean, Yoda's still up to that shit. I was like, Yoda. He's like, don't go save them. He's like, because he's... You know, he's like... He's like, and leaving the dies, like, if you honor what they fight for, he's actually being the old Yoda there. I was like, dude, that's not actually what he needs to be doing. Like, that's the whole, because by the time he comes back, he's like, yeah, you got to go fight him. <laughs> that's the only way that's going to hit, like, because they changes his mind by the time he comes back, you know? So it's like, it's, it's, it's weird how they just, like, clung to it till the end of that thing. When and I think Obi-Wan's a little more open about it, you know? But... I mean, and some of that's well. I think too, and all, it's all they like... learned these lessons, but there's still, you know, a lifetime of indoctrination is working against this new information that yeah, they've learned. Yeah, we're like, oh, the first order like, takes these guys from their babies things. and makes them brainwash them. I was like, that's what they Jedi do. That's what they do. But that's exactly what the yeah. Jedi did. You know, if you if you watch the Empire oh, Strikes Back if, if in JJ the context of, of the that. prequels, like. Luke, what Yoda shows Luke in terms of being a Jedi is nothing like how they trained them back at the Jedi Temple. He doesn't teach him any of that crap. He teaches him how to expand his mind, how to search for inner peace. He doesn't even teach him how to lightsaber fight. doesn't teach him anything. But everything is a lesson in just becoming like one with your inner self and learning how to, to balance yourself. Like it's, it, everything's philosophy in that. And about? then when he comes back later, he's like, don't you have more stuff to teach me? He's like, nah. What no, are you talking about? Luke had proper training, crap. okay? Ray had no training. Luke had proper yeah. training. Luke, Luke was had like a <laughs> six-week course of swamp running. I didn't see Ray do any swamp running. How are you supposed to know four stuff if you haven't swamp ran before? Because think about that. that Yoda didn't teach run, Luke run, how to do run, that chokey thing. I can buy your backpack as you run. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a great. Hello, got a child. Yeah, hello, got a child. That may be one of the most. There, that's one of the weirdest parodies where it enhances it because you don't watch the original. I think of that now, and I was like, "What a great song!" And it enhances, and the. It's but also the Bushes of Love song is great too. So when he's on Tatooine, I was like, I used to ride on the desert, you know. I think of that song too. I'm like, this is crazy. It's like these songs make this movie better now. I was like, this is crazy. They're so well done. Oh so. my god, yeah, those are funny. But that's what I like about that, and like, we can assume between movies, Luke studied some stuff but he doesn't find any books or anything in between Empire and Jedi, but he comes into Jedi, a, like, a stronger Jedi, and he knows how to He's do Jedi stuff like Knight force now, yeah. choke people, which 
Yoda totally didn't show him how to choke people. But at some point, when you when you get into touch with this power, you start innately developing some of these. Have you ever watched his latest Mando episode? Have you? Episode seven. Uh, Seven. Yeah, yeah, we watched that yeah. earlier today. Yoda, well, he has an innately too. He starts force choking her, and that. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he just—he's in that that one more little point. Yeah, this isn't Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. These aren't one, spells that he has to be. Caught. But that—that that, the only—the only unfortunate thing about that show, and it also makes that whole like the Metaclorian thing all already did that. But it makes that training thing with Luke a little bullshit. You're like, come on, Yoda, because he's like trying to do the X-wing. He can't, I get the lesson's great and it has some of the best right. That's like the best writing that scene. I love it. Luminous beings are we now the scream out. That's like my favorite Star Wars line there. I love it, love it. But I'm like, why? Come on, Luke. Why can't you do this? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, he's trying to. Do, it's, I get it. It's a mental thing. But then he does it, and he should be like, well, it's actually easy for me because I have the highest medical account of anybody except for Vader. And also, as babies, I can just do this without <laughs> even trying. Really? It's like, you've been doing this since you're babies. I was like, how did... He's like, I'm sorry, human, that you can't do this on your first try. I was like... <laughs> that's what's so like, oh, this is that kind of makes it like a well, cheap trick. That's where the legalistic interpretation comes in. Like, we're assuming because he appears to be the same race as Yoda that may, I guess everyone of Yoda's race Apparently, Yeah, I mean, you could say he's like the new chosen one. Count. Yeah, I'm just saying that, yeah, like, we're assuming that it's a race thing, like, species-based well, thing. that's yeah. a theory because he's 50 years old. Same as Anakin, the, the, yeah. The fan theory is that he was born at the same time as Anakin. Maybe he's the and what if one. what if this is cool, too? This is a cool theory, too. We're not going to know because I guess... We're going to see this movie. He could show up in this movie. You never know. Um, but then... Yeah. He would. If they'd known how frick, much people would man, like him, he probably, he probably would have been. at some point. But... I saw somebody online said, I would set Baby Groot on fire to keep Baby Groot yeah, warm. I was like, that's what they had. Yeah, they like it totally just surpassed Baby Groot. <laughs> and, I, and I love... We never we haven't talked since then, man. We haven't talked about Star Wars. My favorite part of that is that... Is Werner Herzog's both of his things, or first his quote on that? He's like, "It's heartbreakingly yeah. beautiful." You, are you have to call them cowards for trying to do CG. Because everything he says is terrifying. <laughs> like we're thinking about replacing the puppet. You are cowards. <laughs> and I just realized today, and he's in that scene in this this latest episode. For the trailer, they just went to every episode he's in. Like, what dialogue is he saying? How can that be the voiceover for the trailer? Because he just has the best voice saying this stuff. And it's like they took <laughs> literally every one of his lines is in the trailer. He yeah. just offered him tea and it's like, no, thank like, you. Then sadly he's passed now. I'm like, oh no, I love that character. It's... So, um, yeah. But, anyways, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I, that's the thing. Is like, and I wonder, I, I do like the idea. Well, let's move to this. Like, this is related to this because of Ray. Let's think about what's going to happen to her. I still like. I still think. Okay, I liked. Again, I'm one of the people. We like the idea that she's like could be nobody, mm-hmm. which I still like. Yeah, and I still like that idea. And I don't want. They didn't do anything. I'd be fine. But there is. So here's two versions of it. One, you could totally retcon that and say you're Obi Wan's granddaughter, and I'm like, ugh. That's I, yeah. Don't care. Let's see how they're executed. If it's cool execution, okay. But just the premise of that happening, it kind of that's the that's the only. Thing, sight unseen that I have a little bit of an issue with because that's one of the contentious points that's so tied to the misogyny of her, you know, related to her and everything. I'm like, I don't know, dude. JJ, come on. But 
I do think we could, we, just like Snoke, we know nothing. Her parents could be nobody, but she could be part of this great experiment in that Harvard. Like, she could be important. And I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I have no like, problem with that. She doesn't have to have like, crazy, important, famous parents to be, like, very important and, like, this chosen for child. For still have an important right. part of the story. I agree with that, yeah. There's like, you're not wondering who Baby Yoda's parents history. are, are you? I mean, they're like, he's a Yoda's kid, but, like, you're not, like... It's interesting that this thing exists. You're like, what is Although this? Although I've seen, like, five videos of people going, it's probably Yoda and Yaddle, because yeah. there's the only two people, like... <laughs> Just Bill Burr in that last people. episode. He's like, you two made this? So this used to be like, Bill Burr. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it. It. it wasn't the Stormtrooper wise ass. Yeah. He's great. You said the Gungan thing. Oh my God. You said not take off your helmet? I was like, oh, love How it. How can you not be happy to have that be part of the Star Wars universe now? But Ray, yeah, so I don't know. I was like, I'd like to know more about. Because she definitely has a history that we don't know. I mean,. Your parents are like, yeah, like you said, who cares about that? But she has a history. She can't have just, I mean, she could have been, but the interesting thing is to at least involve it. Like, she could have been involved, and maybe Obi-Wan got her and take care of, like, <laughs> you know, there, there's ways to do it where she is involved or somebody in the legacy took care of her or grabbed her, protected her, and took her here, you know? I, I still would like it. The one thing that I would like that they would do that I think would be fine, I don't think tying her in with any other characters matters that much, but if... If there were a way to have some kind of history between her and Kylo, I would have liked to have seen that a little bit because Kylo still seems in Force Awakens. If you watch that, like he today, knows her, like he knows her, he still seems like he gets really excited at the idea of Rey. Now, you could say, well, he heard that there was a Force using girl, and he doesn't know any of those. So, like, okay, maybe. Well, and but they it, play it, that it, up. It just like, seems like could... there's a familiarity that was built up there that didn't ever pay off. But they keep that. But you could also argue that they keep that. Like you, okay. Let's say that's absolutely true, and that's the premise, just unsaid, right? Nothing in Last Jedi negates that. The way he acts, he's like intrigued oh. by her. He like has them. Like, I know who your parents are, and I'm telling you, they're like he. Everything they, they don't they don't ever negate that. So that would be interesting if they pick that up. Like she doesn't remember it, but he and knew her when she was like anyway, four or whatever. So right? it's in his interest to make her think like you're nothing to nobody except me. I think you, I I make you special because I think you're special. Like like a he's a pimp because they also show. I mean, I know in Force Awakens it shows us with you know what's his name, God, what's his name, the Simon Pegg character, okay, he, oh, taking her as a parents right off. But it's like you're, yeah, she's watching that. She doesn't remember that. You know what I mean? Like she's seeing that for the first. I was like, but that should be your continuous memory that you started there and you've been on this planet. You know, but she has these vague memories of her parents. But she was. I know this might be getting a little too legalistic with you, but it's like she's that old. She should remember them. So like maybe there's a memory thing that happened, you know? That would be cool. I was like, I just don't. If you could do it, I just right. don't want. I don't think she needs to have the, the, their blood for just that sake of having their blood. That's the point. No, I think that you definitely don't and, want to introduce that she's secretly related to somebody. But if there's a backstory there we haven't heard, I'd be interested. I think there's room there. And, for and that. the argument was like, but it's about the Skywalkers. I was like, yeah, you had the biggest Skylo Ren. This, this, you could argue he's the protagonist. Like, the, it's just as much his story as it is Ray's. That, that's, that's yeah. The, and even if he's not the protagonist, we're still seeing that. He's literally Han Solo him. and a Skywalker put together. That, that bloodline has not been broken through the entire saga, so it's covered. Yeah, he could be. Ray doesn't like, have to be one. Yeah, like he's she's like Han Solo wasn't one, right? So we it's like yeah, we don't all have to be Skywalkers for it right. to be the saga. Like it's okay. Like fans, yeah, it's like we can do all these like fan things, and I love how like that's in the comics, like 
Because you always have that feeling about Han Solo, but there's not enough of us backstory to say that. But like that Poe like grew up with a forest tree in the backyard, and that's why it's like love that. That's great. You know who I'd like to know about yeah. is Finn. Where'd he come from? Like, what is his like? Where did he take as a kid? That's interesting flashbacks. I'd like to see. Not because he's supposed to be important, just like what's that like? You know, we never see flashbacks yeah, of him like of being story. there for ten years and like dealing with. That's a great book or novel. Maybe they have them. I haven't. I don't know. But that. Well, once this is all over, they can fill in the gaps any way they like with all the information. You know, because the same way those new Thrawn ones are about them, the Academy is like. I want to know what Finn was like when he was, you know, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. You know, this is how you kill people. <laughs> so it's like okay. Yeah. It's like I thought it was going to be well, for, for real. <laughs> well, you read? Did you read the Before the Awakening book? That like a little a little Finn backstory. No, the, the, no, I read one of the aftermath books, and I read. No, this one was just one of the Journey to the no, Force Awakens. I didn't books. They were those are real short books. They're real easy Maybe read. I should read that them. one with. I liked that one because they're it so light. Gave like that a backstory to each of those characters. That Rose Resistance I mean, like just detailed like two more days in that story from the Last Jedi. You're like, it's like basically like the next two days after Last Jedi, and yeah. you're like. And they have nobody, and they go. It's like where they, they go to Ryloth Seven, where the Twi'leks are. Twi'leks, and they just about them. Like, oh, we got four more ships. Cool. And it kind of ends that way. You're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's where it ended. Like, they, there's not a lot of spoilers. They went from just the Falcon to oh, they talk because it's all about Snap Wexley because their squadron is out, not with them there, right? Yeah, I want to see some more Snap in this movie. Well, yeah, and Snap Wexley, I didn't realize is basically Wedge's stepson. Oh, and yeah, Wedge is going right. to be in this too because they're in the comic. Wedge is Snat Wexley's mom, who's a fighter, resistant. Yeah, yeah, she was. Mar- she's married to Wedge now. Yeah, she's the hero of the aftermath. No. Okay, okay. For the yeah, most- see, I haven't. You you so probably like that- the Road to Resistance more because there's a lot of cameos. Like people's like, I don't know who this is. I think it's supposed to be somebody from another book. It brings all these people in, like for the <laughs> one last time. For, they're probably all from the aftermath. Yeah, because there's like a senator too that was captured that she knows, and I can't remember what his name was. That Leia knows. Um, yeah, there's a lot of books. Well, that's cool. Well, I'll check that out once, once I've seen those are so light. The, 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 back around that. The Zahn ones are great and I love them, but they're much more meaty. They're about something always too. And they have like a lesson in the story. And these things don't have any lesson. It's just like, yeah, this happened. This happened. Cool. I read the Poe Cam, the Poe Dameron comic (laughs) went on forever as a prequel to Force Awakens. And then after The Last Jedi came out, there was like one story that was like, and here's all the stuff I did between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and the very last issue was like them at the very end of Last Jedi where they're all in the, the Millennium Falcon. And they're like, okay, what do we do next? And that was the last issue of the comic. Right. Like, Damn it. Come on, guys. He's on that Resistance show, but I don't, like, I've never seen You're holding that show. it too close to the vests. I've never seen that show at all. Well, Resistance in the first season was a prequel to Force Awakens oh, okay. as well. Is that I show don't know good? if there's a second season. I should look. It is. It's out it's now. Is that good? Does, it's okay. It's 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 not Rebels good, but it's watchable. It's fun. It's mostly it feels like it's more for younger kids because right. it mostly takes place at that spaceport, and they get in little adventures that, that are so. supposed to help the resistance, but they're just kind of you know goofing around that spaceport. I assume season two would be more interesting because in season two is. After like the first order destroys the New Republic, because a lot of the first season is people going, "Well, the first order's not that bad," you know. Right. Blah, blah, blah. There's two sides to every story, but <laughs> like, no, they blew up five planets. It's real. Like, it's time to choose a side. So, 
So I, I haven't seen that though. If there is a second season, I assume that it's going to be on Disney Plus. I haven't even looked to see. But you get Disney Plus, you can watch anything they ever made. So watch, watch it. Resistance. Every every episode, of Rebels. I was like talking to Brooks, like I don't know what any of that is. Watch Rebels. What are you doing? No wonder you're not liking Star Wars. You're missing all the good stuff. Yeah, if you don't know what like. Yeah, because they just—it's such a not a fun universe. Like the Loth Cat that's in Mandalorian. It's like, yeah, it's a Loth Cat. That's cool. Yeah. I liked it. And it's yeah to see Filoni get into live action. That's why I almost kind of expect that we're going to see Hera Syndulla or Ahsoka Tano make an appearance of some sort in Episode Nine. I think Ahsoka's going to be in. How old would she be? Like forty or fifty or something like that, or like. And it and it would be really interesting because yeah, she she'd be like no, Anakin. she'd be forty. No, 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 no. She'd be like, hold on. She was like 12 or 15 in Clone Wars, right? Yeah, she'd be old, but I don't know her, how her race ages. She's like 20. I'm just fine. trying to think of real. It's 25, 30. She'd be like 55. Yeah. 16, 15. Yeah, definitely she could fit in there. Everybody else. Han Solo was in it. Ahsoka Tano can be in it. Well, that, and Hera's too old, though, right? Hera wouldn't be in it. The ghost is in the thing, old, though. Yeah, do Twi'leks age? How do she's they age? Not, she's, I don't know. No, she's a Twi'lek. alien race, you can Ahsoka's just say. Ahsoka's not a Twi'lek, but like, she's a Twi'lek. She's... Yeah, Hera is a, is a Twi'lek. I love these nerdies. Google's are Twi'lek age. Expect <laughs> Twi'lek. <laughs> age range. Most of them age slower than us. Yeah, there's like... For narrative species convenience. Species do age differently. Not Hera, the... God dang it, that's real fix. That's real mythology. Our mythology. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking for more modern mythology. But yeah, it's like, but the 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 but the the thing. If this is the other time I feel like you say fan service. If by fan service you mean, hey, in Rogue One they say, oh, this is red team and it's the old red team. That's awesome. That's like that's actually stuff that ma- like red. It doesn't have to matter the story. It just has to not break the fiction, the narrative. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're doing this just to bring in. You know, Lando runs in like, hey, and like runs out. Yeah, I'm in this movie too. But if they just go, if they just go in that thing, in that scene, you know, where they always show random pilots who have no idea who they are, you know, they always cut back to different perspectives, like, oh, they're coming up, blah, blah. And if it's like, you know, General Sandula was like, oh my God, it's freaking her. Like, it's just a, Yeah, like they did in Rogue yeah. One. Like, they call her name out over the loudspeaker. Most people don't. Yeah, she's in that, but they, they just care. show her, like, a made up version of her. I was like, oh my God, that's like. That's it. She's not in the story. She's not. That would be. Plus, if she's an old rebel yeah. general, she can be in a meeting. But what I'm saying is, there's no. She can be like what I'm saying. They don't have to do anything. You know, it's like that's enough. Or like, that's awesome. That yeah. would be so. If the movie's full of that stuff, I'm just I'm game for anything. I was like, I don't care. I was like, this is gonna be fun. I'm for that. Like, I, I assume that we're gonna see some of that. The degree to which they do that, I don't know. But this, you have to be nostalgic. This is the last film. Right. Of like a 40 years plus running franchise. This is the last of that saga. So you got to pull out all the stops. You don't want to be ridiculous. And you don't want to introduce things that are going to confuse the casual viewer. Those are the real rules. Don't break the story and don't confuse the casual viewer. Right. Everything after that is fair game. I don't care if it's fan service or not. As long as you're following those two rules, it's okay. As long as you're not compromising the narrative. Then it, everything's fair game, and I and I would like to see that kind of stuff. So I expect to see some of that. I expect them to pay more service to the other movies because I expect that's where J.J. Abrams is more 
That's where his head's at. He does. He probably didn't know a Hera Syndulla from an. Ahsoka but he has Chano that Chris Terrio with him now, who possibly could be the first time I have a younger writer that could be into that stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's not like before. Well, I had, I'm sure had, a lot of the folks that are involved in some way are aware of what's going on in the larger Star Wars universe. That that would be a fun thing to play with. Right. And it's like so. I mean, if you think about it, he has enough of a smaller foot. I mean, that guy's won an Oscar for screenwriting, but like. But, like, he has enough of a footprint in the red. Like, he just went and hung out with the story group for two weeks and then gave him all these cool ideas. Like, you know what you could do? Like, you could end there, like, cool, that's cool. Like, you know, that's what I hope happened. You know what I mean? That's what I hope. Because now, I don't think he was in place as much. Because, like, the stuff has really been, like, a weird chicken or egg thing, you know? Because it's funny to see, like, how much JJ and Lawrence are like, yeah, that, sure. Okay, maybe this. And they made a story. But because they made certain decisions, all this fan, all this expanded stuff has sprung out because they just made that decision for that movie. You know what I mean? So they kind of take the lead yeah. of these movies. So they, that story group and Hidalgo and Phil, they didn't have the new canon yet, really, when they made that first one. And even going to Last Jedi, I can remember through those interviews, like they hadn't even shot, finished shooting Last Jedi when or Force Awakens when he started writing and wrote Last Jedi. So none of that stuff was yeah. established. We didn't have the new canon deep lore it didn't exist then they came after that so now this is the first chance where we're sitting in that new lore and you could pull from you know what i mean they're like oh what so that's in canon now okay well, all right weird yeah and it's like fun let's stuff just to use that <laughs> that could be cool you know all that stuff like these people have created crazy stuff since then and like i just imagine that because and the for the i mean i love last jedi but it does come to a weird like stopping point you know so for a story like this it's they might have gone back to the well a little bit. Like, all right, well, got any ideas? <laughs> it's like, yeah, what now? What are we doing? <laughs> and I, I could see that. Like, if, if we're having a flashback where we're going over some of the stuff that happened in the Unknown Regions or where that battle fleet come from, and you could have a shot where you just see Thrawn in a background somewhere, <laughs> and they don't explain who he is or why, and it doesn't matter to well, the Well, just movie, like we saw Tarkin in Revenge of the Sith at the end, remember? Like, oh, it's Tarkin. Yeah, yeah exactly. They don't have to tell the casual viewer who that That's is. That's the best but, part of that movie. The <laughs> the fans would be like, oh. That's when you see weird stuff. You're like, yeah. <laughs> so there's all kinds of fun stuff you could do like that without breaking the story for for the regular folks. And I can see that. Because when we think, oh, would it be fun if they bring in like a Thrawn, but J.J. Abrams is more like, I'm going to bring in the Emperor. Because he's thinking about the movies. It's like, I want to bring something that matters to the movies. And the Emperor is a big thing to bring back. Now that we have this sort of villain vacuum, like I support what The Last Jedi did with Snoke, so it's disingenuous to just resurrect Snoke. What could I do? Right. Like, well, I'll just bring back the Emperor. Right. And meanwhile, they're asking Ryan Johnson, "Do you would it bother you if he retcons? It's like, I just want it to be good. Yeah, he didn't care. I want to watch like, it. It's fine. I want to have fun seeing he's it. Like, I hope he does whatever makes it good. This, well, yeah, and that, this was... Because everybody's forgetting a fundamental thing when they like whenever I hear people who like, didn't like Last Jedi and I don't want to get into this again, but like they forget that he just problem solved the story. So I, I dare anybody of those people like who doesn't like it or people we know that don't like it listen to I've listened to, I'll give him podcast interviews where he goes in a two hour interview right, and he's just generous he's talking about it. he's not defending anything he's just going yeah well this is why I did that and they're just asking him questions these people that liked it asking him questions and every those decisions from Luke. To where he is, his mental state to raise parents. It was raised parents. He literally made a list of every possible 
thing she could be from a clone to a robot. He wasn't just saying. Yeah, I bet he, he wasn't. Bet he didn't get mine. But you know what he's saying? He's like, he. But what I'm saying is, he wasn't going there like I'm going to rip all this apart. She's nothing, right? He just went yeah. and goes, "What's?" Because he said he just problem solved the whole movie. And what makes the most sense? Yeah, to the story? but also he went and analyzed. See, and this is what I love, and that's why it, it connected to you and me so much, like on a deep level, because the things we love about Empire and those other Star Wars, you're like, oh man. That relationship, that dynamic's so cool. He literally went to those and go, where the same way J.J. Abrams went to the nostalgia feel and go, how do I want these people to feel? He went to the good parts of Star the other parts of Star the deeper parts of Star and went, how do I mimic that and but make it the kind of the same thing? But like, why? How do? Why do I felt? Why was that situation interesting? Right? And he went like to the Luke, I'm your father. I'm your father. He's like, because that's the reason that's interesting. It's not, yeah. Other people interpret it because, like, the soap operaness of it. It's like, ooh, that means he's his dad. What does that mean? Like, the gossipy thing of that? Like, what a weird thing. That is part of the appeal. But the dramatic part of the appeal is that that's the hardest thing for him to hear in that moment. That's the worst answer he could have told him is that I'm yeah. your father. And that's what breaks him. And that's why in he said he picked that, that for race. Yeah. Like, the worst answer he could tell her is that she's nothing. And not that you're part of it. He said, you're nothing. You're not a part of this story. And it's the same effect as saying, Luke, I'm your father. And he's like, oh. and I was like, that's a great thing. And also with Luke, honestly, he didn't say he was, he didn't put him on that island. He didn't say he's ashamed because that's the implication. He's on an island having a vacation. He got ashamed. Like Solo says, he couldn't handle anymore and he ran away. He doesn't want to be found. He's kind of, yeah, frankly, being a kind of juvenile, right, by doing this. So it's like, one, like, he, they can't go there and he's like, I don't under, I just don't like when he said like what could he have done and you go if you ask anybody nobody has another answer so I'm like well then I don't know you guys should be mad at the whole structure of this it was like but like because it's like he can't go grab the lightsaber and go all right well never mind <laughs> forget you know forget that I was just being weird I just had well, a and that's for a what like, starts no, to worry like, me like why and this I I I feel like we have a whole other show coming on this at some point but I'm <laughs> you afraid can do a whole to, podcast dedicated to all this shit. No cuz <laughs> I'm afraid to touch this because I've it's becoming more and more apparent like the ghostbusters thing is the the thing that starts to bring it around because like the terminator movie came out and nobody came and said that terminator movie wasn't good just nobody went to see it so there were all these baffled yeah. think pieces they're like what went wrong like this was James Cameron and the guy who did Deadpool directed it and they brought back Linda Hamilton and we did the same thing with Halloween. Why didn't it work? Nobody saw it. Like maybe people don't care about Terminator anymore. Not because they don't like it anymore because some of us rode that wave for a while. Like, Oh, I should like this. It's a Terminator movie. But, but then we were like, well, hold on. Why did I? It's sad because this one actually wasn't that bad. It's like, that's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I mean, thought. And, <laughs> it's like of all the sequels, it was like yeah. But everyone okay. just kind of collectively decided, you know, without com- We're without not consulting each other, like <laughs> yeah, I just don't care about that. And then right. we've now Ridley Scott is bringing us to that point, but but we sort of got that level, like you know, Covenant was a pretty good Alien movie, but I don't care. We're gonna get we're so gonna maybe, start getting that way with all superhero movies, but we're that way. I think I was just talking to the worker there. But I many think, movies and as much as important. I'm that good with action movies. I'll see any type of trailer now. I'm just like, I saw the James Bond trailer. I even watched all those Watchmen trailers. Again, Watchmen, fantastic. We should talk about that. Different oh, yeah, the whole though. thing. Yeah. God, I, I love. I cannot it believe. It might be one of my favorite. Lindelof well landed they did the that shit show. out of that ending. 
and it became this all this whole I don't want to get distracted it became this whole commentary on people like Batman and I was like oh my gosh you actually did what I don't think the original did which made this great statement it was very emotional by the yeah, end and it you actually, may have outwritten was, the source material yeah no I think they totally did because it's very pointed insane. commentary it's not just yeah people are crappy and these costume people are also crappy and people are crappy that's the original message this is like no you can't run from this. And it's a commentary on all superhero things, too. I'm like, oh, my. I'm not going to watch another superhero movie with a mask without thinking about watching them now. Like, it's going to be the I was like, oh, my God. You got Anyways. Which is what it should be. Yeah. It, it, but I watched the trailer for that. On that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll push that aside. That's too much. There's too much good stuff right now. But the but thing like, is, differently, but it's different I, but with I something don't... like superheroes, though, because that's still a genre. Like, you, what's weird about things like Ghostbusters... Because I get why comic book movies persist, because there's still, even though they're, they're repeatable formulas, there's still a lot going on there in terms of story and ideas and characters that you can bring in. But Ghostbusters is very specific. Alien is very specific. Like, when, when you watch The Predator, you realize, maybe Predator sucks. Maybe Predator shouldn't have yeah. been a bunch of movies. Maybe Predator was just, yeah. like, one cool creature idea in an okay action movie. But then also when you watch that movie, it's like this movie kind of sucks. It's like the the, the final show, the final showdown. It's like a great short story, and the idea of the predator being there in this thing is like that's cool. But then it's like when you see the new one and the new one's horrible. With also just all his paraphernalia and stuff. It's like this is like only cool for like a ten year old. I, I don't know what's cool about this. Yeah, and it's not whole, appropriate the, for a ten year old. With, yeah, so. like what's cool about all of his like paraphernalia anymore? When I was, I remember I used to be like, predator's so cool. But I'm like, there's nothing dramatically cool about The Predator, which makes it boring. When you watch a movie about it now, you're like, eh, okay. I'm kind of getting that way with characters like James Bond and Indiana Jones, and I don't want to... That's what I'm saying. I watched any James Bond trailer. It looked charming. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's fine. Well, and like, the thing about it is if we go see that, you know it'll be entertaining. It'll be it like, that was fun. fun. But, you know, it's... it's the way I the Mission Impossible comes... ones always are. You're like, this looks okay. They're running and star chases. And, and then you see it, and I'm like, that was fun. I think Spectre really brought it home for me because I didn't think Spectre was particularly good. And then then it made me ask myself, what were you expecting out of a James Bond movie? I was like, oh, that's yeah, a good Why question. do we have this affinity why for Why do like, I yeah. like James Bond? You're like, what are you really expecting from Indiana Jones for 40 years of entertainment? Like, that's a good point. And also, like, what do you how expect? How much mileage that's do I think a... that character deserves? And also, maybe just in a casual sense, that's what I was getting to this, never kind of come back to the point we we're talking about, which is when I said, it's just not for me, but just with Star Wars and stuff, it's like, it's just different flavors, right? It's like, oh, I get it. It's like, you like, it's not even to say shallowness or something, but you like the popcorn aspect of Star Wars a lot. And which I love it too. With it, yeah. I love it. I love popcorn. But to me, Star Wars has a lot of meaty steak in there that I. You know, dramatic. We've talked about that endlessly on this thing. Like, it has so much dramatic and just spiritual and philosophical. That stuff just hits me because I'm such a. But I've read Heroes of a Thousand Faces. How many people? You know what I mean? Like that stuff is it that part of the that stuff that they he put into George Lucas put into it. It that resonates with me. So that's part of why I love it. So when you when you when you Force Awakens, I love it. It had the magic because part of Star Wars is also this movie magic that doesn't have anything to do with that. They brought it back. It's magical. But then you bring in Last Jedi and you start tapping into those veins of like, oh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, I was like, oh, God, this is great. This is awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. This is what yeah, Sean and I talked about. discussions to have here. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly what we're talking about. You wrote your old script and it's basically about the spiritual <laughs> structure of how that, you know what I mean? That's what we want to, 
Yeah. That's the sort of entertaining. Like these are the ideas that we think are fun. And then other people look at those and go, ah, that's garbage. I don't think you should do that at all. And there's an audience that's like, they want to see Luke do, like, pull a storm to, like, a, like, a destroyer from the sky. I'm like, that's cool. But I don't, then we start going, well, problem solving wise, what does that do? Why is that? That's Predator. It's like, it's not interesting at all. That's cool. <laughs> Just out of context, that's cool. Like, that is a cover of a comic or something. That's cool. But I'll it give those people that enough more uh, enough credit to say that predator's not sustainable because there's like one idea, and that's why you can do it a little bit bigger, or you can have more predators, or whatever. But it's not that interesting. Allure. Star Wars is a functioning universe. Like Mandalorian is a fun corner of a larger universe. So like you can see where you can explore these different ideas in something like Star Wars, and like Marvel comics or DC comics. These are mythologies that have a lot going on in them. But when you look at things like Terminator or Alien or Predator or Ghostbusters or they're trying to do a new RoboCop now. And you start yeah, Ghostbusters wondering is great because it's a great comedy with a great to... cast in that first movie. It's great cast. It's why don't we turn to recapture great. because it's a single thing. Like the first RoboCop and and I wonder this too. Like I mean I, I guess that it's getting to the point where guys my age are, are becoming studio executives and they're green lighting things. So when someone says a new Ghostbusters, they're like, you're talking my language. That's going to be a huge movie. And then when we're like, we're going to bring back RoboCop. Like, yeah, that's exactly what people want to see is RoboCop. Yeah. I'm and- gonna, we have to, I have to bring it up. I have to bring this up again because now <laughs> Watchmen. Okay. I'm not going to talk about series, but Dame Lindelof. I've always been a defender of that dude. You mark my words. You know this. You know this. I'm a big lost apologist, some, and I <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, lost is not as easily defensible. But leftovers and Watchmen, is he has show. He has he has he has proved himself. Like yeah, Prometheus, not great. That's you know what I. I'm not going to blame him for Prometheus though, because yeah. he didn't. But have I mean, if you're if you're control. counting the cards against him, you would. So I'm just going to say, I'll admit the stuff that's not good. But he has hit it out of the park because he has created two of my favorite shows of the last like ten years. Just interesting, spiritually, mythically interesting, the stuff that he likes to do. And he was kind of those things with Lost, but it's just too much going on, and we have to serve too many masters and all that stuff. But he said in the interview, because I listened to HBO, I had a special, like a podcast about the show where he just talks for an hour, you know, about every three episodes. He was like, they offered it to me like three times, and I turned yeah, it down I read twice. That. And because he's like, I don't know. He's like, he's, he's like, they offered it to me while I was doing leftovers, and I said, don't do that. <laughs> He's like, we're going to do Watchmen. He's like, don't, why? Don't do that. And he's like, okay. And they asked him when he was done with Watchmen. And he's like, or some other time, or he's in the middle of left or right at the end of left or And he's like, yeah, again, don't do that. There's no reason to do that. And then he said, just outside of that, he just started reading that after Leftovers, he said, I start consuming stuff when I'm done with the show, you know? So he started reading all these essays. He found out, he read essays on like reparations. He found out about that Black Tulsa, Tulsa thing, which thing, I didn't yeah. know about. I didn't like know Black about Wall Street it. I thing. actually thought it was an alternate history yeah, thing. Because it's, because you're starting an alternate history world, and the next scene is squids falling from the sky. So you're like, what is going on? It's like, this is, so it's like. What a brilliant entry into that. But he read that, that and it was also the same time of like the Nazis and the Trump thing. It was 2016. It was all that stuff happening. And about a mask and these police, and it was this becoming this issue, and it's like what it means to wear a mask and all these other things. And then they came back and asked him again. He's like, "Yes, hold on, I got it." Because then he, he said he thought of the hooded justice thing. He's like, "Wait a second, <laughs> this could be an idea." That was like the initial kind of spark of this whole thing. It's like it can be about a woman, this black woman, and all this stuff. Like, what would happen? She grew up like, but he had a really great story. And then he got all these great writers to come in. And he's like, most of the half the ideas are their ideas. More of the, most of the ideas are their ideas. But you know, 
they just broke yeah. every episode of that. Yeah, so cleanly and so like it's a Breaking Bad thing. But he had a great story. Now they're asking him because HBO they didn't say series finale; they said season finale. And but he is as of right now, as of this week, if you ask him, he's like, "I'm not against doing another season of this. I have no plans to do that because I don't have a story." Oh, for he just it. doesn't have one. Uh, and he said, well, "Everybody's not... saying like if this were the end, then then it, then it was worth it. But if there's more, then we're interested." But I love his answer. He's like. I would do it, and he said I'd also equally if somebody came along and pitched it to them to because he didn't own it, you know. Obviously, they used yeah. his services, so it's like if somebody came and said, "Oh, this gave them an idea," he's like, "I'd love to watch that show." If they figured out a way to crack another season, I don't actually have it right now, <laughs> and I like that admission. It's like you don't need to do these things unless dramatically it's something interesting you want to say. It oh, yeah. can't be about nostalgia. It has to and be about who something knows that's... if they're willing to let it sit for a little bit. It might give them enough time to come up with. God knows the world gets interesting. Well, and that's why I was so impressed with Force Awakens and with Last Jedi, obviously even more, because you have a situation where a corporation bought this, so there's no yeah, organic to, reason. We've got dates laid yeah, out. We there's have no, to produce product. Yeah, there's no reason, an organic reason why they're doing this, right? They have to make this movie, so yeah. it's a factory. But the fact that those, like, J.J. turned out this thing with such heart and such magic of old Star Wars... After we had the prequels, it had nothing. Those prequels had no magic. It had all these parts of it, bad acting, but even just pretty stuff sometimes at the time, but no magic. And I was like, you did it. And I was like, I was so impressed. And then The Last Jedi goes, we still have that magic. The characters are still popping. But now we're di- digging into, like, this is why you want new Star Wars. You want to dig into the mythology and advance it. Yeah. So the fact that I'm, they did I'm that is so impressive. Like, it's, so it's like... That's why when people are like Disney Star Wars ruins, I was like, oh, come on. Well, at, <laughs> at the very least, like I wish people could get this. If I could do anything, based on all the things that I've studied about Star Wars as mythology and mythology in general, right. and as it happens, mythology versus theology, I, the more I'm convinced that the concept of canon is cancer to storytelling. Like you have to have continuity because if there's nothing. If there's if there's no stakes, if everything gets re reset at the end of every right. story, I get that continuity is necessary. All right, but this idea that you have to have like a group that decides of stories that have already been told, which is truer than the other, I think we're we're really getting way too legalistic in terms of it. Because canon is about theology, canon is religion, canon is not mythology. That is not what mythology is about. Mythologies contradict themselves all the time, and it doesn't matter. Well, that's why we always talked about. We've talked about this the past five years about why. I mean, when is Star Wars before the last Jedi came out? Because we we're talking about in reference to the Force Awakens having a backlash, which is <laughs> what we're getting ready, getting ready for all this past years. But like <laughs> the same thing, because remember we analyzed it and saying that it's really interesting because Star Wars is different because Marvel's got it made because they just have mythology and most people admit, yeah, they did it stupidly in the comics, but the idea was cool. So if you make a movie and just do whatever you want to with it, yeah, just, and it's not a direct and adaptation it's cool. at all. But the problem with Star Wars is we have these three artifacts. And now, if you want to get crazy, which people are crazy because they were eight when those things came out now, and they're now they're like 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> they have six artifacts, right? The first three of which are like somehow more important to them. It's like the Old Testament, New Testament more. They've got like Book of Mormon now for those <laughs> people. You know what I mean? Like it's more important to them. But even just saying those three for, you know, let's say hardcore, hardcore. And it's not about the mythology or the idea of those things. It's about the word, the scripture of those yeah. movies. Exactly. And that's, where, how, 
and not even what's written in them. It's exact because that's what it's not what's in them. Because you look at what's in them and the script of these movies, they'd be very similar. Like the same kind of jokes, same type of characters, (laughs) same type of plot. It's the same thing, but it's like this made me feel this way then. Yeah, and it has to represent. It's like, but you got like a kid, and you're like you're in debt, and like you have all this other stuff. It's like you're not gonna feel the same way just yeah. well, watching a movie on a Friday night. That's the same theology. way you did when, It's like yeah. going to a person that's zealous about their religion and asking them what's different between your Bible and that Bible. The stories are basically the same. Why can't you just accept it? It's like no, one right. word has to be a true word, and we don't even agree of those of us who have the same Bible what the word is and means. Right. So it, it's per copy it's not even perversion right. of of the of the printed book and i don't like to see that happen with our fiction because first of all in most cases fiction is not that important obviously i think fiction is important because of right. the way that it shapes people and it shapes the real world it shapes our perceptions i think it's but that's only true stuff yeah that's only true if we open ourselves up to it. If we start treating it like dogma, if we start treating it like religion, if we start treating it like a legalistic set well, of terms, then we're the... not opening up ourselves to those experiences that that fiction is supposed to open us up to. And it well, becomes useless always... to us. Right. It's the James Joyce, I brought this before, it's the James Joyce definition of pornography. That's what he's, he goes like, average. he's like, pornography versus art, right? Pornography is, is, is something that makes you want something. It's an advertisement. That's pornography, and his like that's his definition of it. Anything that makes you desire, wanting things, or just in general wanting experiences, is pornography. Whereas art is something that puts you at his aesthetic arrest. So you can even like you could even expand that saying art is something that expects you to take it on its own terms and analyze it and make opinions based on what it is and not what you wanted, right? It's based on what it is, and that's what I think the difference is sometimes. And that's fine if they don't want to do that, fine. But that's what it is. These things aren't objectively bad or good. It's just, and I think that's the thing, one thing that you and I do do, or it's like, yeah, I said do do. Like, where we like, want to like go, okay, this is what we got. Let's talk about it. Now, we do have reconstructive criticism. We have all those things, and I'm not even like, but that's different. And you're really good about this. You even steer me back that way sometimes, too. You're like, no, well, that's not what it is. Let's talk about what it, you know. So it's like, it's about what the thing is or what it's trying to do. It's like, let's try just, like, maybe, do we need an opinion about it? Like, th- that's what opinions are so, like, do you need a hot take? Like, I remember when we walked out of The Last Jedi, and there's people, if I say this, people are like, see, you didn't like it either. No. I walked out with Zach, my friend, you see him all with him, <laughs> like, okay. Because Force Awakens, we were much more like, that was cool, that was fun, because you just felt like, you know, the, the yeah, Ray ending. We and you're like, didn't I didn't know that that it could evoke a feeling. At it was all. much easier to like, yeah. It, it was much easier to digest immediately because I immediately the first one was like, I didn't like that Death Star thing, but I, I, you know, I thought, God, the moment she grabs the lightsaber, you know, goosebumps. Still gives me goosebumps. Great thing, greatest thing, greatest thing, great. And with that, I'm like, I liked all of that. We were laughing and cheering the whole time. The crowd cheered when Luke's just in there floating and meditating and doing his force mm-hmm. projection. It was just a great experience. But then you get out of it and your brain's trying to be like, what happened in that movie? <laughs> I feel that's going to happen at this one. I'm sure this was packed with stuff, too. But you're like, what happened? So it's like, hopefully in a good way. I, I was hope, like, yeah, What you but want is that, that emotional experience while you're there, and then you want the, elect- the intellectual and, experience, hopefully, is fulfilled later. That isn't always but, the case. But and that's why, and then that's that's what why, you want. 
And that's why sometimes I consume criticism in certain ways and analytics. Like, when they're not being, I feel shitty or something, you know? I'm like, I don't mind negative stuff. I can listen and go, I didn't think that way, actually. And now I know I Because that stuff doesn't, I don't get their opinions. But sometimes just the discussion about stuff, I'm like, okay, when you and I talk about it, it makes me proud. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do like that better now. You know, that's cool. I like that. Okay, that. I yeah, if I watch a video by someone who breaks something down and they have a lot of salient points, it does help me, like make me more critical or more accepting of something yeah. like well, both without at the changing same time. my overall opinion. And both a lot of times yeah. you can say, oh, that's a really good point. I, I, that doesn't change the way I feel about it, but yeah. that it's is not a really a interesting deal breaker. Yeah. Like, like that's that, true, but I also still like it. So that, that okay. might be as, as if I, if I can practice any kind of intellectual reaction, anything, that's the one that I would like to practice because that to me is the healthiest. It's like, that's a very interesting idea. It's not the same as mine. And I'm not adopting it right. as my own, but I appreciate that your mind came up with that idea, and I find it very interesting. Well, That's because you know an what? additive world, that, like you want everything to be additive to your world. Like you don't want anything. Right. Like people act like if if you come up with another idea, then it takes away my idea. It's like no, it's additive. Every version well, of the story is additive. Like there is no canon. They don't override each other. When someone comes up with a plausible theory, that exists in the world too. Even if it's not part of the story itself, just the fact that somebody conceptualized that and introduced it to you, that's that's an addition to your perception. Like, yeah. And accept that, that additive element. Everything should be intellectually additive that way and emotionally well, additive that way. Well, that's As the long difference. as it's positive. Right. Well, that's the difference, though, too, is that you can get additive stuff because it's about things being enriching, you know. It's not about having negative or positive experience. It's about things going... That gives me something for my analysis as a person or whatever it is, right? So it's like I like watching these things. But we've gotten so much from like breaking down Batman versus Superman and all these things. And you can say all that stuff and how much we've shed on that movie. But even talking about it and talking about what Superman means to me, all these things are additive to me. Because we're, they're, they're discussions about actual things. And if you say you like that movie, I'd love to talk to you. I don't want to convince you. I'd love to see what you got on and why you like it. I'm fascinated by it. That's why... The Last Jedi thing was like breaking my brain because I was like, why do people hate it like that? I don't get it. Like, because if you want to talk, that's fine. And it's like, but even just the other day, I'll bring it, watch one more time. Alzamania says that thing about like, where, yeah, you know, it's great. Masks make men cruel. And I was like, Jeremy Irons says that in Batman vs. Superman. That's when men become cruel. It's like, oh my God, that makes that line even better in Batman vs. Superman. Like, God, oh, you know, was, what's like it made that is... moment actually really redeeming. In Bat and then you think about Batman and that movie, Sad Batman, and that's what that's about. I'm like, Oh my God! They just made that part better for me. They made that movie about three percent better. <laughs> all, like, the, all the deconstruction know? that we did, especially in the in me like breaking that movie down and doing like a, my own edit of it just for fun, made like forced me to see. I would I would actually challenge people to do that because you develop a weird sort of love for something when you're going that deep into it like that. I it right. made me appreciate the end of, the constituent elements of it that were good. Like, because you so could say that movie band. sucked. There were no right. good parts. It's like, no, watch it. The tragedy of that movie is, if there was nothing good in it, there'd be no tragedy. Right. Like, the tragedy is how close they were and some of their concepts and some of the stuff that they did. And Man and Steel uh, and BVS. Like, there's all this talk, like, this push that they really want to, like, release the Snyder Cut. Like, and these rumors going that that may be a thing that Warner is actually promoting itself and marketing whatever, as yeah. a special thing for their new streaming I'm like i wish they would yeah i would love to see that Let's movie talk are you it. kidding me i would I, and not not to sit to throw popcorn at the screen i mean i would love to see at this point what his vision was that could have been realized through that because i would find that fascinating and it'd because be interesting the, the point, yeah for one thing the whole point of this stuff is it's meant for us to talk about we're not like forming tribes who cares 
We don't like, have to like, anyway. Like, we certainly like, don't have to form tribes over it's it. Like, it's like, who gives a crap? You like it or you don't. And it's like, yeah. It's like... Yeah, we're not voting anybody out of the camp. So, right. I don't know. I, I hope, like, sometimes we get very passionate and, and hopefully we don't discourage people who have different opinions because... Because I, I think, as depending on how you choose to express your opinion, every opinion is valid. Opinions well, that, invalidate what, themselves when they okay. become aggressive towards other people and their right. feelings. Well, and that's what I'm saying. There's no reason I even have a discussion. Why do we need to be, like, emotional about it? It's like, like that's <laughs> and, and that and that's the thing, too. That's what I was about to say. It's like, I don't care if your opinion's different, okay? I don't care if you're, like... If you came and go, you know what? I didn't like that movie. If you come in, like, I want somebody to come tell me, like, Batman, Dark Knight Rises. Like, let's talk about it. I want to know why you love it. Let's talk. I'm not even trying to shame you. Like, let's, I'm so interested in why. And if they make this cool theory, I'm like, that makes sense. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't hold for me. But I love that description. You know, I like, I'm looking and for an awesome. as a creative person, it's an, it's an interesting insight to see right. what people gravitate to into well, that's, a story, what they, what they get out of it. Well, that's what I'm doing all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's why my brain went crazy with this Last Jedi stuff. Because what the problem is, when it's actually just opinion with emotion mixed in, opinion means nothing. When I, what, how semantically I'm making, I think saying opinion, like part of the takes. problem with, with the feedback that people see on the internet is we, we forget that. Probably 90% of people, and I bet it probably is close to 90% of people, the greater majority of people do not post on the internet what they think about anything. They're passive. They don't, like, when you see somebody post something, that already is someone who either has a vested interest in getting their voice out there because they're looking for clicks, or that is a person who has a strong opinion that they want to share. But that's not... If you take all of those in toto, they don't represent the totality of what the average person thinks about that because the average person isn't posting things about what they do or don't like, especially since they don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. And you're totally right. And then people also that we might enjoy talking to sometimes aren't posting their teeth. Because I will admit, I have a bias. There's a pet peeve of mine that always bothers me. It bothered me all through high school, through college especially. And people in groups, <laughs> and I don't know what this is. I don't think it's a snobby thing, but I'll admit it's a bias. I don't know. <laughs> the person that the – not even like class, like teacher's pet, but people that just go – that feel like in a group of people they need to raise their hands or on the internet. It's like, I'm going to put my comment where you can see this because you're going to need this. They're like, so Disney bought them, guys. Did you realize? You're like, yeah, I know. Catch. <laughs> it's almost like, it's like, just catch up with those guys. Come on. Like when <laughs> – and you know what I'm talking about. You told me when people are at that level where they're not even like equipped to have the conversation, but then they'll have just as big opinions or all these things. I'm like, guys, come on. This is it is playing cards with my sister's kids thing. It's like get in grip, dude. It's like we have to like. It's like why am I talking? I was like, I don't. Okay. Okay. Well, it's like it, that is another whole other element. There is where the social aspect. Some people. It's like people talking about the weather. That's why yeah, I like, I feel a little bit I don't feel left out because I don't like sports that much. But it because most of the people that I run into in my work in my everyday life are into that. It's like it'd be easier for me if I were really into that because that's just such an easy topic of conversation. Yeah, for everybody to talk about. So I get that there's a social element when people are looking for a group. They, some people just speak out because they're just 
just want to be well, heard. People, they just want to be part of the group. And people like to people like to flex authority, and then also just talk about. That's the my pet peeve is when people like are talking with authority about stuff they don't know anything. About, you know, and they're like, oh yeah. yeah. So I've heard they have like three more movies. These rumored like they're gonna have an episode ten or eleven. I'm like, no, nobody said that. Stop saying that. <laughs> nobody said that. Yeah. It's like. What are you yeah, reading? You where? That. I was like, you I heard that, that. You know, I heard that JJ said he hated the Lost Jedi. By the way, I was like, where did you read that? What, what are you talking about? Like, people just throw. Shit. I was like, okay. What's it? It's like the Family Guy says, I read that in the book. Like, are you sure it was a book? Sure, was sure it was nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I say that all the time. I was like, where did you hear that? Because people say because we. I mean, that's the problem with our political thing. But that's what we do. We operate on just like. Well, I heard that guy's an idiot. I was like, who? Who said that? It's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, well. I just heard that. So I was like, okay. Well, I always okay. I always say that if somebody says people say, nobody said. Like, yeah. you should just... Or you're saying that's that. Just, that means you're that's saying an easy that. throw to. Yeah, you're the people. You're saying it now. Like, you I've, introduced that. Don't don't hide from it. That's your opinion. It's all right. But be the... But stop quoting. Like, but there's a way of giving authority. That's like... Right. That's, uh, that's sort of... Uh, and the internet still has a sort of gossip kind of feel to it in the way that people share information even though everything's trackable it's so frustrating it's like everything's traceable everything's referenceable everything's linkable i just like when so people why do is everybody podcast. saying all this horseshit that is that is not cited or attributed to anything like it makes me because i it, i do all these research projects that are very involved and the majority of the sources that i am able to use are books that are available online for free like, yeah, it's like it's we a, the, it, actually have the Library of Alexandria at our fingertips. Right, we do. When somebody says something, you're like, "Where, where, where did they get that from?" Like well, you're a click away from finding out where they, where they got that to right. find out, so you could judge it on on its own merit. And people just don't. That's that's a failing of the people when we treat it like it's a gossip chat. Uh, it's a gossip chat. Well, that's what it is. We then. have the ability to verify everything on Well, and that's the double-edged sword, though. The stuff you do and the like, other channels that I enjoy a podcast, I enjoy like that Clutter one, where they'll find these weird stories from lore and like, I was like, I didn't know that. That's cool. Like, they're doing the God, the Lord's work where they're like, you, like, what you do. You're doing all this research and you're like putting it into a mainstream context, right? And go, this is what this means this because I found this story. It's like, oh, cool. That's neat. That's what journalism is. That's what those things are. It's like you're finding I'll give stuff. You, I'll give you a plug for that. I just discovered a guy's YouTube channel, Trey the Explainer. Trey the Explainer? I've only seen two or three of his little videos, but but he he has some really nice little videos where he does exactly that. He picks something up, like a story about a cryptid or something from the Bible or just right. whatever. That's cool. And and he digs into it and... and um, and I, I just uh, the ones I've I enjoy, seen so far have been pretty impressed. Yeah, because you enjoy research, enjoy what I don't enjoy is that like when people go, I was like, this is why I have to talk to you about stuff. So people talking about shows, it's not people talking about that, but people talking about the reaction to that, and then the industry news involved with it is so funny <laughs> to me because they'll be like, so what's the deal with the new Mandalorian show? It's like I heard people kind of a mixed results. It's like from who? How did you make that assumption? Because I would never say that because I don't even yeah, know what the overall. It's actually like the number one TV show in the world. But but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, but even that, I'd have to go from like, well, we have this data from Disney says it that. That's why I'm saying that. They're like, well, I just heard people that I know, everybody I know says it's kind of weird. I'm like, well, <laughs> okay. And it's like, well, you know, what they wanted to do was, I was like, where did you hear that from? Because what the funny is like, I I like Collider for some of the things they do. But when they had that movie talk show, 
and they, they said this guy Christian Harloff is on there. They get into so into like, well, I think what Kathleen Kennedy really wants to do here, she's thinking I need to. I was like, stop speculating. That's this is all got like, stop speculating motives from the creators. That's something we don't ever do. Like you know what I mean? It's like it, let's just talk about the story and what they like what it is and what they could do and like you're talking about maybe their influence and maybe they read a novel or something, but we're not going. She's really worried because she's in a tough situation. It's like she's the most successful, one of the most successful producers of all time. <laughs> I was like, stop saying, yeah, like, but it's sports. But what stuff. it is, it's sports. That's why I came to terms with all this stuff. Well, that is the problem. We start, we have started consuming all of our entertainment in that same way, and we start, and we start the discourse the same way. I worry about that because, because like I said, like we do it, we enjoy like tying into that kind of stuff and having that information but but it can have a contaminating effect when people like why why is anybody talking about Kathleen Kennedy like like we're writers on variety like right. you know I, I mean? think like, I get so we know offended. Yeah. so much inside information yeah. from like you these don't little, have a source these little sources yeah we don't know That's anything about and and we're mostly most of the time we're not getting a story where it has the actual interview we're reading the story about some other story where they just pulled some, like most of the stories I see on the internet are like a single soundbite that they turn into an article. And then you see it pop up on ten different places. And it's, it's the same nothing article. I mean, that's probably tied into all his fake. Like, nobody stressed anything. It's flat earth, all those things. But it's like... It's, well, it's like, I, he, I've been saying that about all conspiracy theories. It's like systemic, authoritative duplicity. Right. It's like, is where all this stuff came from. Because there is no single, it's not a, a universal trend in that there's that there's no single unifying element that is making any of them do this for this reason. But all of our systems of information, to some degree or another, are specifically designed to lie to us. Not to misinform us on purpose, but because their purpose is not specifically to inform us. None of right. them are. News outlets are selling advertising. They're trying to get eyeballs. So they're not they're not giving you the, the truest version of the story. They're giving you the story that they think you're going to want to watch. Not want to hear, like, to affirm your views, unless you're going to change the channel if it contradicts your views. So all of that... All that informs the narrative that you're being fed, so all of it is misinformation to a degree because its purpose is not to properly inform. And people have started to get they started to get hip to that, but we are still wired to want there to be an order behind everything, so it becomes a, almost a conspiracy idea. Like, but also, well, we'll just add on to your thing real quick. That's a corporate like abstract thing, but also everybody's human. And all those humans are delivering that news, and most they wouldn't be doing it. Most of the time, it's flat out fault. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to understand the influence, but understand this isn't fake. This is just influence. But where's that influence? And you, okay, I see yeah, that. It's not it's like, intentionally It's not both false. things. It's like it's, it's not black wrong. or white. It's just different. That, it's like yeah. That's the thing. Because fake news became a term. People start throwing it around. It's like something can be a non-story. But not be fake news. It's just infl- it's, it's just like just not hey, important. How about I they're just they're emphasizing the wrong element yeah. that it, it, that's not relevant, but they're not deliberately misinforming well, you. Well, yeah, fake it's just like news is purpose is to misinform you. Right. Most of the things you hear are not intentionally false, but most of the things you hear probably are false. But it's just like anything. Because just like we these don't movies. have the, 
It's like if you just had a blog and it just shows all the stuff that sucked about Last Jedi, it's like, yeah, Candlebite's boring. I might agree with some of those things, right? But that's all you talked about. It's like, well, that movie sucks. It's like, but then you talk, it's just what you're bringing to light and what you choose to focus on and what you yeah, choose to if, take out of it or something. You're like, well, yeah, there's If all that. my reaction is to say, you're a liar, it's like, well, he didn't lie. Those you disagree with those things. And you're like, so like, you're wrong. So it is false. It is suck. It's like, well, no, that's. Things can. Again, I think I told you this a year ago, and it's still my. The meaning of life, the answer to everything is everything is true at the same time, and everything is false. It's like, like, there's like everything, you know what I mean? It's like, but that's, but that's literally true about everything, right? But what we're saying is, this movie that comes out, I'm going to see in less than 24 hours, is not going to be perfect. I can also really enjoy it. You're right. It doesn't matter. They can be all these things, or whatever it is, it's like you want to... I will be shocked if I don't really enjoy it, because I'm invested in what they've done Because so like, far. yeah, because... Even if I'm disappointed overall in what they end up doing and I don't see the things that I want to see, at this point, I have faith that I'm going to enjoy it. Well, and I also feel like I have a managed expectation yeah, going in because I don't think... We've done a bad job of doing predictions because we had some, yeah. but but I think we just, it comes from having a managed expectation. It's like, these are some things I think they're going to do, but... Well, screw but it. I, I, and I'll I even care do one if better. they do what I say. I want... Yeah, or well, that's what they always say in the one of this Force Center podcast that I like can... Napsock, he has the greatest attitude about Star Wars. I love it. They're both great. I love. I, I found a few sources that they analyze it and critically talk about it, but they love it. You know, it's like why would we say we hate this? We love it. Let's talk about this one. I didn't like as much with this one, but I'm not gonna like say you know like you know whatever yeah, whatever. But that's that. That's the thing. What I was saying with like everything's right at the same time. That's what you have to realize. Seriously, like, I can also be super excited about it, but understand it's a movie. And it's not Jesus or whatever the heck. And it's like, I can just get it hyped for it and know that I need to do that response to me and make sure I bring down my expectations when I sit down, right, to watch it. I can still get excited and get fun and talk about it. And, like, with most of those things, like, life isn't about a right or wrong. There's no truth in this. This is why this is bringing us back. to There's no black, dark, or light side. Star Wars is trying to tell yeah. us this. What it is Nothing is... Nothing that happens in this theater is going to well, destroy my world. But the way the world works is you never... There's no there's no right or wrong answer. There's two answers, right? Let me say you want to just make it binary. There could be multiple answers. Let's just say there's two in this situation. Like, give people something, don't give people something. Both answers are have both repercussions. Like, yeah, the movie... Like, I don't know. I'm, let me say this without saying politically. I'm not saying politically. Just say, like, hey, I want to give welfare to people. Well, it really will help a lot of people, and a lot of people will take advantage of it, right? Those are two things that will happen, period, right? That's just going to happen. You're not going to solve either of those problems, but you have to decide which side you're willing to err on. <laughs> That's what most things are. Like, so with Star Wars, I'll bring it back to that and get away from political. I'm willing to err on the side that I'll like it, that I'm trying to get the positive stuff out of it. And, I, you know, I've decided that I want to try to get what we can out of it. And if it's just god-awful, we'll talk about that and talk about what was good. I squeezed some in everything I could out of the prequels. So, god damn it, I'm going to do it out of these movies. Yeah. So, I was like, I've decided to err on, like, I want to like things. This is not just Star Wars, everything. You and I, we err on the side. It's like, I choose to get the positive stuff out of it because I want to like them. You know, we want to. And if we really don't like it, you just won't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. BVS to me is always the fun that we go back to because it's like there is an exception sometimes. Well, it's so bad, but it's also but the but that just shows that those are like kind of trip wires in our nostalgia mythology is part of for me it is like you start messing with Batman and Superman in my head I'm like those are veins of nostalgia that like are so powerful whatever it's about we have to analyze and talk you know. Well, and I hope that we're doing that in a way that's still sort of deconstructive like. I mean, we obviously, are, our opinions are stated up front on that, but 
But I, I, even on that kind of stuff, it's just helpful to me to break it down bit by bit and see what did and didn't work. Because it helps us explore and, and define our on. mythology. It's like that's why you debate with people or that's why you, like if you had a debate or just... It helps you form well, your argument or form your opinion about something. You're like, oh, cool. Okay, I give you your You saying. might have a James Bond moment yeah. and go, maybe I just don't like Superman. Right. <laughs> like, what if they did, like, Ted? Like, and and I like Batman, but I do feel like I came to that decision about Batman a little bit. Like, I'm probably just not as invested in the character of Batman as I thought right. I was. Well. Overall. Not just this version, but just any version of Batman. I, I like but I'm not as invested as as like a Superman. I'm like I could see where I'm where you are, but I'm I'm that with Batman. I'm not that interested in him being portrayed as this hero like he's been all the time. Like I think he's yeah, sure he's a hero. He's either Dexter or I like that Watchman taking it again. Like I like it's like no, he's disturbed, and I want to see that. I don't if he's just like another Christian Bale. I'm just like and there's some ways you could go with. I'm that. just tired of this. This is not a normal person, and I don't. I'm tired of seeing that version of it. This is like just outdated to me. It seems old. Seems like Adam West shit now. Like I'm like, yeah, this isn't like what I'm interested in exploring with this character. Like, just like you know. So it's like I, I get what you're saying, but I do feel like Star Wars is particularly like it's that a lot of people might feel that way. But Star Wars is like, but it's Star Wars. It's like a bad relationship. But I can't let her go because it's like we well, just gotta let it go, man. You just don't like it. <laughs> I think you just outgrown it or something. You just don't like it anymore. And if that's how you feel, that's fine. Well, and that's that's a, actually a pretty uh, a pretty appropriate. Analogy right. too, fine. because it's like at some point, it's not like giving you anything, but, why would you, you know, keep coming back? It's, it's like <laughs> I feel like you're holding on to an idea of right. her. It's like, but we just got that at perfect this movie. point. You're blaming her for not being the person you want to be in love. It's with. the dangers of nostalgia, and, like the little bit of like John Hodgman did this awesome thing. He was talking about Mandalorian, people like complaining that it's just too nostalgic and just like fan service. He's like, okay, he's like, granted, it's like. Nostalgia that can be an evil force and what causes all this stuff. Like, the old days used to be better, which it never was, and that causes all these political strife and all these things. Mm-hmm. He's like, but storytelling... Well, that's what nostalgia is. It's like an illusion that things yeah. used to be Yeah, he's like, but a to a certain time. degree and certain levels, what storytelling, and they that's what... It, it's a powerful kind of sedative. It's like, it's supposed to be like... Cause he, he just, in this, like, 30-second clip on Facebook, he's all, he, like, explained ancient peoples around the fires, and that's what it gave them a solace against the... The horror, the horrors of nature that are at their backs and stuff. He's like, so it gives us calm. Sometimes we need to just gather around the fire and enjoy the Mandalorian. <laughs> Stop complaining. About it. It's like, thank you. It's like that's good. It's like, it's not, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I think this is a good talk about this because I'd rather talk about the movie when it comes out and not worry about people's opinions. I want to get this out of our system and like, I think, I think we talked. There's yeah, nothing I'm to not predict. Be too I, I mean, I think we've talked about it. I think Palpatine. They're going to do some. I think they're going to get deep in Lori. That with that area, of it. and I want him to because this is. I feel like this is like JJ. You had to play it safe in certain ways because you knew how important it was to bring back Star Wars. You you wanted to to be nostalgic in certain ways because you wanted to invoke that feeling. And he did, he did his job. So he solved on that one problem. hand, you wanted to restore the fans' faith, and the other hand, you know, you knew that you you couldn't take things too far. But now you get a chance to play a little bit, so I don't mind if you get a little crazy this yeah. time either. He was cool. You know? This is your he opportunity. Did it. And he also kind of created a little puzzle box that Ryan Jonathan saw, which he solved it and then got punished for. Because <laughs> he's like, why'd you do that? I said, well, he created this. Nobody told him to put Luke on an island depressed. I don't know. You don't have to make that decision. So, like, <laughs> that was the way. Yeah. These are all the moving parts. Yeah, so they had all those with. things. And now J.J. Abrams gets a chance to come back and do... Because now he's like, well, 
he did take it a little yeah. bit further than I would have and taken so, it. Now I feel like like I need to try to do that. So a little hopefully bit too. he can do it without retconning too much of the spirit of what I liked about Last Jedi. I hope he does it in a way, and I hope everybody that was pissed likes this movie. I want them to like it. I hope we all just like it again and like let's not. I I wish everybody can we not loved like it, get pissed about I this did. one time? Well, let's just end this on everybody going. It was pretty good. I liked it. And that's it. <laughs> let's just not. Yeah. Can we all just like let's pretend this is Return of the Jedi? Remember when, like, especially when I was a kid, when Return of the Jedi came yeah, out. How was that back you know, then? We I had was, a bit of expectation, <laughs> but we didn't know yeah. anything about movies. So it's like Jedi seemed fine, and now you look back on it like Jedi was kind of. I don't want to say garbage. Yeah, it's just it was my favorite when I was a it's kid. Not but now it's my least very favorite. good. Yeah, so it, it, like Jedi is propped up on an amazing first act, and then the entire movie falls apart into a whole other from, movie that doesn't well, really. Mark Hamill makes that movie. Happening. Just his persona and what he becomes is well, what and, makes that movie. And, yeah, no, that's what it is. And his yeah. arc, yeah, that that holds. The he's movie so it was true. a kid. I'm like, like the, the rest of him running through he's the such forest, a badass, like, and he's calm. Matter. And his, I'm mean, again, he brings a poignancy which I didn't get when I was a kid. When you get older, you're like, oh my god, this is profound. He's a pacifist, which makes sense for Last yeah, Jedi. That works all the way through. Pays off, and like I'm not going to get into him, but like it's Luke. He is not a he's not a aggressive. Like he is a sweet boy. That's what the point of it is. So it's like, why is he pissed? <laughs> My last rant, real quick. Why is he pissed? Why wouldn't he do all this <laughs> stuff? He's such a sweet and optimistic person. Have him there tearing down death stories and killing thousands of people at one time. I was like, why would he do that? Yeah, he's been. Through I thought he's a sweet shit, boy. Man. He's a sweet boy. Like, you can't have both of those things at any time. He can't be a badass and then also be this optimistic guy. You can't have both. Sorry. Yeah, he went. He, he wrestled with the dark side, even in the original movies. But the I thing is, with Return me. of the Jedi, though, we all felt it was fine. Nobody It was fine. Nobody it's thought, ending. oh, it's that a nice was a disappointing ending, ending to, to Star Wars movies. Everyone Ooh, was prediction. JJ, this is this would be the ultimate. This is literally fan service, and I would enjoy every bit of it. Bring Yubnub back at the end. Yubnub, yeah. That would be amazing. No, I'm serious. Well, Wouldn't that be amazing? It, part of it may happen on Indoor, so who knows? Wouldn't that be amazing the... if they like, you know what, George? Screw that. We're going to bring Yubnub. Because I was like, because we watched that on YouTube, because like, I was explaining to Alex. I was like, yeah. And she's like, what? What's Yubnub? I was like, hold on. And I have to find. <laughs> but that, that has such an evocative. That's a goofy song, but it has evocative and it matches the 70s. Like, they could do well, that. Well, and it works better than. Like, we watched. You know, we watched the original trilogy on Disney Plus, and, and I enjoyed it. It's not like I, the, the fact that they were special editions made me not like the movies. The the Monklunky was interesting. Monklunky. Monklunky. <laughs> like, that's just, that's I just, just a weird. But why you're editing George that like, scene until giggling. the scene doesn't even make <laughs> like, sense? It happens so fast that you can't even tell what happens at all in the scene anymore. Just leave it. But. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> but uh, I, the, it, uh, I do miss stuff like the Ewok song at the end, things like that. The ones that stand out. Empire holds up really well. Like the, 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 they didn't make a lot of in, in a couple of the dumb changes they made to Empire, they actually changed back. Right. So Empire it holds up the best of all. Empire three. made good changes because they put the actual. You know, yeah, they put the emperor, the emperor in it, in and that was fine. It's like, that makes sense, because it looked weird before, so you're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, for historical reasons, I like to know that that other scene existed, but... Other... Like, Boba so, Fett's voice so is you're different, telling me, I don't care. 
So you're telling me in Last Jedi that they just stay on the run the entire movie, and then ultimately all their plans just fail? <laughs> Does that sound like freaking enforcement? <laughs> I'm not going to get... It's like, guys... Well, articulate your opinions better. It does that's change not... the nature of it when you package up the entire rebellion and send them in a straight it. line. I mean, I get. It. I like that concept. Though. Actually, I oh, do, I'm okay I mean, with the concept. I, I'm open for it. I'm okay. I do with think, it, but but I get that level of criticism from people. It doesn't ruin the movie for me. But I, I kind of do think the the full Battlestar thing would have been more interesting. But they probably just don't want to steal from Battlestar, <laughs> or they jump and they don't know why they keep catching them. You know what I mean? That would have been cool. That that might have been more dramatic and more flashy, you know. Well, they like, could have hey, also had people break away. It didn't have to be the entire fleet. There's little things they could have done, but whatever. Well, because well, yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, it was like, yeah, you could have lights by in front of them, like bring another ship in and just run into them. It's all kinds of things you do. <laughs> they do that in Rogue One, which is pretty cool. That's or the they could have just like, shown up with start. interdictors at the very beginning, and they wouldn't have been able to hyperspace at all. <laughs> Rogue One is just like should just be called Vader Big Dick Energy Movie because it's just like <laughs> yeah. he just comes in like he like and they're like jumping he just smashes ships and he's like no stay there <laughs> don't do that yeah I'm excited I think so Gumdown maybe back real quick what else Leia I don't know how they're gonna do the death that'll be interesting to I'm see. assuming that's gonna be some kind of Force Ghost that's gonna give some kind of closure my assumption would still she's be she's in the trailer I think it's real like, I think she's supposed to be there well like that, it's okay so. if they do I actually would would take it better if they would just start the movie and have say Leia died between movies and then there's a scene like that that just well, gets not closure doing that, with her ghost or something well, but, they could. I don't think they're doing that, though. I think it is, like, a few scenes with her. I'll take whatever they do. I mean, we get what we get on that. That's my prediction would but be But no that. prediction. To, you think the prediction is that, she, that it starts in the crawl and it says that? Or they mention it and they don't have to say, Princess Leia has died in the crawl. So, but Yeah, just for the it, sake of prediction. It's years later and we come up with the others and we see that Leia's gone and maybe they mention That would be the whatever, best way but, to do it. It's like to say... You know, the second paragraph, you know, General Leia died, and it starts with their funeral. Like, that would be the best way yeah, to do it. Yeah, unless they know, figure we'll out a way to shoehorn in where somehow Leia lives through the whole thing, and we just don't see her. I, I don't know how you could do that. I think it's probably better. And plus, it works for the story better unless if all of the mentor characters are gone, and they're left to make decisions right. on their own. So let's, let's hit some big things. So Leia, that's a little weirder one. So Ray, we're going to learn about her parents. Well, the question is whether they're going to retcon it and she's going to be related. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have a prediction think, of that. I think not. You think no? I I lean more toward yes. I'll just say for prediction's sake, screw it. We're betting here. So, <laughs> what? Right. Kylo turned good or bad? I think he's going to turn good. I think he's going to turn good at the end. And hopefully... The whole point of this series is that. Here's where... Because they're like, he killed Han Solo. It's like, Vader killed millions of people. And they were fine with <laughs> it. And they're like, yeah, he's fine now. Whatever. He, got, he was a good ghost at the end. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that Rogue Runs hallway scene? He doesn't care about anything. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yeah, and then like two years later, he threw an old man down a well, and now he's gone And there's all these like comic stories they do now where he's like, oh, he destroyed the whole planet of the people, by the way. Like, he turned But then they do comic stories where he's really broken up about C-3PO. No, he's not. That's a dumb retcon. No, he's full bad through that kind of stuff. And he turned. Also, wouldn't it be great if we get somebody mentioned this at lunch? I was like... Somebody does it. I was like, that is genius. Like, I love retconning the prequels. What if we had a building C-3PO scene like we had building IG-11 scene? Like, montage thing. 
when like somehow and that like make it more emotionally resonant and like i'm just this robot here that's an idiot let's like <laughs> that was cool anyway all right so kylo i think we're turning good Poe and Finn, I think that'll be yeah. fine. I don't want Kylo in. to die at the end. I think that's a cop-out. you got to have him turn yeah, good they, and then do his damn time. Right. Then you got to work it off. Di- family dinners and stuff. No, no more of these, um, like, one last good death at the so end. So no, no shipping between them. No romance. Uh, I could see it go either way. Possibility. I, I'm open to it. I don't Ray know Lou. that they're going to go that Ray way. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? They're bringing in so Force. many female characters. It's hard to say what the dynamics could turn into. Rose is still well. In the mix. Well, in the real quick, the insight in the Road to Resistance, they address this because Poe asks Finn, which is funny because like it's Poe asking him for you know. That's what I want. I'm I'm holding up for Finn and Poe, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to. happen. I know that didn't happen because I've seen interviews where people asked her like, "I wish that happened." Like Oscar Isaac, like that would be cool. I wish that was the case, but but in that novel. He asked him about, like, what's the deal with this, uh, you know, you and Ray? He's like, oh, we're just friends. So they're at, there's no room. He's like, well, what about this Rose chick? I was like, we had a discussion. We're just friends, too. <laughs> so like, so like, you're I still available. Even, but no, That's Poe has this like. comment. So, no, no, uh, in, what are you doing in the Friday? Book. Yeah, because Poe goes, I can't even keep track of your love life. He has, like, a comment that's basically that. I'm like, yikes. Yeah. This is Why weird. are you keeping track? <laughs> and it's like, funny. because saying, it, you're wearing my jacket. We had it's a funny. Thing. <laughs> Don't take this is not a sexist comment. This is like this is what you get from different perspectives. Because I read Resistance, a woman wrote that, and I, this is not a. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. Oh, careful. <laughs> I'd never even noticed it before. I never even thought it was a big deal. But the how many times she mentions how great Poe's hair is in that <laughs> novel, and he comments too. He's like, I like my hair. Because like one guy makes a bet with him. He's like, Well, if I beat you, you get to have to cut your hair like mine, which is like it's shaved. He's like. Oh no! And he gets so worried, and he becomes this thing. It's like there's a big plot about his hair, and I was like, <laughs> "But it's interesting. It's fun." I was like, "That's what you get different perspectives." He like Zahn never did that crap. He didn't yeah, talk about people's Zahn hair. Never worried about. But you get, you get fun. Like yeah, I think it's fun. I didn't mean that as the, <laughs> but I think it's a fun. Like different perspectives give you different results, which is fun. But like, okay, so I predict, even though much as I'd like to see Poe and Finn get together, I predict that this will not happen. And I kind of think there's going to be something with him and Carrie Russell's character, the way they're building her up. Who, Poe? Yeah. Who's she? Is she like a bounty hunter, I guess? I guess so. But I think she's supposed to have some connection to Poe. I don't know what. At first I thought she might be one of the Knights of Ren, but I guess not. Oh, yeah. So what do you think Knights of Ren are going to do? Are they just going to be there? I don't know. Barely say anything. What can they do? I mean, I want them to be cool, but at this point, what's their story? We're well, three movie, we're third it. movie in, and we haven't had we haven't had them in it. So what can you give us with right. them? I want to see them. I think they're well, gonna be cool looking, but what can they possibly? There should be like one or two speaking roles at this point. So let's think about this because I want to get to the death thing at the end. That'll be the last predictions. Um, real quick before we go, like who might so, die? Well, we'll do that before we go. We'll do it next. Do one more thing quick. Let's just walk through this. So from the trailer, we just know what we know from the trailer. I imagine the movie's going to open up with, like, adventure and hijinks of them just building resistance, right? Like, involved with stuff. Yeah. Some of the trailer stuff makes it sound like they're trying to get more support for the resistance. Yeah, it seems like that's going to happen. But then it seems at some point they all go on a journey because then we see those clips from the trailer. I think that's where you're going to get Luke involved in because Luke obviously comes in as a force ghost. 
to start but telling race. God, I hope he comes as a Force ghost with like, <laughs> but with Kylo because it's like that's the promise of Last Jedi. That's what I want, and that's funny he like, because around, he's kid. saying, he's like, "I'm gonna haunt you forever, just like your dad." He's and like, "Oh God." He says, "You know, there's a thousand generations in you, and all this kind of stuff." And again, he's talking to, he could be talking to Kylo. He could be talking to Kylo. The only thing I worry about is they did that fake out in Force Awakens where they have this whole Luke voiceover where he's talking to nobody. It's just there to be the trailer. He did, he did see it, the breathe, just breathe, and they'll reach out. That's in the movie, though. But I, Well, I think this is really going to be him talking to somebody, and I think it would be neat if it's if it's Kylo. I think it would be very cool if Kylo and, and Rey get, get together in terms of team up to stop Palpatine, and I would like to see Rey get killed. And then Kylo is left holding the bag at the end, and he's oh, the one who has That's to rebuild what's left. That would be your penance. Like, she gets the heroic death. That's such crap to give the bad guy a heroic death. And the good guy's left to become grizzled and, and upset, like Luke had to do. Like, thanks, Dad. Like, you got out easy. Or maybe, I had maybe to fix they the get world, rid of Palpatine bro. and the threat, and then they both die. And then you're like, forces with whoever, it's all gone, dispersed in the universe now. Oh, that'd be fine. There's nobody... Yeah, I just like cool the idea of Kylo thing. having to to fix the mess. Like, well, I, they I, could have that with the, with the fun interaction of him coming into the bag. Like, he's with us now. What the, you know? Well, I'm so. hoping to see that. Like, that would be my. I, I don't know if that's a prediction, but that is something I would like to see them do. But I think that would be kind of bold and interesting if they did it that way too. I'm so just as an aside. I'm so excited because no matter what happens, it's going to be a fun. Cause it's going to be fun. Ryan Johnson had it, and JJ's like just that little interaction. I just watched Last Jedi last night again because I'm building up, you know. And it's funny to watch that one, and it's like the part where just the, she comes in the end of the Falcon, and she's like shooting people, and like like Finn cheers, and then she shoots people. She goes, oh, "I like this," and she does that, and then then like I'll pose like he's leaning away and then Finn's like oh yeah they hate that shit <laughs> and then but then the way Kylo freaks out he's like shoot that piece of junk out of the sky <laughs> like that part's I was like oh my god this is all great it's all character based you know mm-hmm. but then it's all nostalgic because like oh yeah they hate that shit because all the time I was like but that that moment that hits you in the heart that's like a like oh man it's a falcon you know what I mean like, all that it's stuff falcon stuff. you think it's gonna blow up I hope so I hope so too. We got to kill that I shit. Hope it I love blow it. up with Lando and Chewie in it, but Lando could go out in style. He needs. He's with his girlfriend again. L three in there. <laughs> we'll Which see. makes when you watch Empire funny again because when he it's so cool when he talks and he says this this ship of yours has a very strange dialect. I love like, it. Talking like, about his so attitude. I was like, this a is lot great. To the little mythology. I like, I like it. It's so fun. So fun. So okay. So I hope the Lemon Falcon. I think it needs to go because it's part of this thing we got to get rid of. Because the people will die eventually, but the shit's gonna stick around. We need to. I love it, but it got its. It's got its heroes. It's got not that piece of junk, and they go into it. It's got its hero. It's been well represented in this new trilogy. Yeah, I would like to see when we open up that that Ray and Chewie are still flying around in the Falcon, and that's their thing. And how even Chewie could go down with it. That's what I'm fine with. Chewie, Chewie. I guess. But he still has a family. Let him go home. Yeah. So what is this? I was like, damn, you're harsh, dude. Life debt goes on forever. Like, this life debt's going on through, like, three generations of Han's family. Before we get to this, the last thing is new force powers. Any new force powers you can think of? We never know what they are until they do them. Uh, I assume we're going to see some of that because, like I said, this seems pretty pretty ghost-heavy. Like, that may actually be, like, 
that Palpatine may be using some kind of dark side ability to to shield this massive armada from from detection or whatever. Who knows? Oh, that could be. Or cool, maybe yeah. it's a ghost fleet. Oh, that could be cool. It's like pirates. Oh gosh. Yeah. Don't go in the moonlight. Ghost fleet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's like there's plenty uh, of moons in space. Yeah. <laughs> but that's no moon. <laughs> Yeah, that's no moon. Do that's we the, think that where the Death Star does crash and it's all ocean was the indoor force plane? If it's got decimated, I guess it'd have to be. Would, I mean, surely they're not going to where someone has moved the wreckage. No, apparently there's like a bunch of moons of indoor. Just so, I don't know. Uh, I guess it could have. Well, I guess I could see that. It, once it blew up, it didn't crash on the on in that moon. It cra- Man, I wonder oh, how deep they're going into the the way we're talking about it, and just the way. Um, the trailers and just thinking about this now, it's like that dude read Thrawn trilogy because it feels like so. Remember how Mar J goes there and she can hear the Emperor talking to her and stuff. That's what I'm saying. There's that's a lot it of feels like stuff it's so related to that. And the moment in that trailer, I saw that fleet. It's like that's the damn Katana fleet, but it's coming out of the ice, which means it's been like kept by the Emperor as like a backup fleet. I was like, oh my gosh, which the Katana he, fleet, which he did all over, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they mine ideas from that stuff all the time. I mean, the idea of Kylo was mined from what they did in Legends. It's just not the exact Maybe same Maybe Zora Bliss is like a Mara Jade type character. Which could be cool. Yeah. I, I, I think I saw somewhere that they were, I, there was another rumor that they were looking for Mara Jade to be in something. But I don't know. I don't care much about Mara Jade, and I don't think Lucasfilm does either. But who knows? If they do some, the, the, the rumor that there was going to be a live action Thrawn thing was that it was going to be based around the plot of Heir to the Empire with Thrawn coming back to rebuild the Empire, and that was going to be the central. That would be great. Problem. That would be great to do it right after Mandalorian awesome time, right then. Especially yeah, if he, you just retold that story, but instead of using the legacy characters, just, just use the get, original characters that Timothy Zahn already created right, for those and books. Just have him so be killed. Talon right Card and Mara Jade and all these interesting. Talon Card's such a great name too, but yeah, that story. And but you could have him be killed right before Force Awakens, and you're like, yeah, well, we're done now with that, or yeah. wherever they need to come in the. Yeah, because they have another trilogy of Thrawn books that it goes back even further prequels. To Maybe the prequel they will do that. You never know. The thing today on the Mandalorian episode today, those guys look like they're okay and washed up and stuff. So they have a starter story somewhere. Yeah, they have like death troopers and shit. Yeah, they, like, like they have resources somewhere. So it's like, is this the first order? Like you know, little bits of them going to come in. That um, guy, uh, what is his name? John Carlos Esposito. Esposito. Yeah, he He's looked so like thing whenever he just. There was like a first order like security agent or whatever who was like posed nemesis in the comics, and he he dressed he looks a lot like, like this guy. He didn't look like the character, but I mean the uniform that he had yeah. looks a lot like this weird. He's probably like an ISB agent, like one of the the Imperial security right. guys. They're like the the KGB of right. Star Wars universe, but they're never in the movies. Well, they had like ten Death Troopers too. Like, jeez, Louise, like. Yeah, and they yeah. had to call in the 501st because they didn't have enough costumes. I think I read oh, that. Oh, really? Like, so the 501st awesome. Legion actually came in to be extras because they had That's a bunch awesome. of Stormtrooper outfits lying around. Yeah, um, those are the stories you like to hear. Yeah, like that last episode. Everybody in that last episode's all like Clancy Brown and then what's her name from the Harry Potter movies. And oh, yeah, and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and yeah. I didn't recognize her at first. I recognized Clancy Brown from his voice. And you can't also miss him. Mandalorian setting up for a great season two where you have him, probably Baby Yoda, her with them, maybe even Carl Weathers. 
because he's like a good guy now. Now that he's like Taika as a robot is as a companion, even though he hates him, because they they built it up. You know, so they said because they're like. He's developed a personality now too, as he learned. You're like, what's the personality? Because well, they haven't shown that. That's yet. the planting. Like... The planting is the payoff. For, the planting is like he dies. Like, uh, like we already said, we're doing spoilers. We've already done some spoilers for Mandalorian, but this is a true like like this happened in episode seven. But you know, he gets to the very doorstep of the spaceship and gets gunned down by stormtroopers. So the payoff, oh, well, yeah, is when the robot comes out and finds him who was basically taught him everything. He was like, I don't know how long it's been since that episode. I guess it's been months since that episode, since he taught him how to walk. Like, and right. But this is like his father figure, his creator he's gonna pick in his up own the mind. Trend. He's going to pick up the communicator, the old C-3 communicator. Exactly. And he's going to come in and bust ass. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. That's the payoff because he... Basically, th- that whole scene where he shows him, like, avoiding, like, putting the box down on the lizard is showing how, like, in doing that, he taught him. Like he said, the, the droids become, they, they're they are imprinted on whoever created them. They're reflections. Well, but it's also kind of basically setting up, you said I was going to talk about season two, because you could say, okay, the bounty hunters aren't after them anymore, you know, because he could call it off. But this new imperial, for- imperial force, which they said, I thought that John Favreau didn't really say that it's, that has... You're gonna see how the first order started, and at the point I thought they, I thought I read that. Oh, I don't know. You could at this point because but once I think the that might trilogy be is over. Too. There's there's nothing but lore to reveal. There's no so that's what I'm saying though. Like you could set up where that's who's after them now, so it's less pressure. You know, you don't have to keep moving every episode. But now they got like a team, and that's about that. You know, that would be cool for yeah. That would be really cool. It now. And the events of that could actually tie into what we what we have now seen. In, in well, Baby Yoda future. going into the future could mean something for the whole universe. I mean, go. could mean something we for just, this whole new. Well, the, those we guys said, now, Filoni and Favreau, are now a big part of the the right. major architecture of the films. So, spe- well, especially forward. if you take the films away, because they already are like Hidalgo and now Favreau and and um, Filoni. Mm-hmm. They already were as far as the story group's concerned, but every time they do these movies, you know, the director comes in, it's kind of what they want to do, and they help them do it, you know? But we're not doing movies anytime soon, guys, so it's like, we're in control now. We're going to, like, ride this ship and, like, start... So you could have... Like like we said, it's like, if the, that Ryan Johnson trilogy, which is still on, people say it's canceled. They never officially canceled any of that stuff, his thing. No, and, and even he has said it's still... They, yeah, they haven't still finalized one. I hope they still do, because it'd be great. I, that I could be, truly do, yeah. But that could be 300 years in the future. <laughs> Maybe you know, like a teenager at that point, or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you could, he could be a part of... You know what I mean? Like, So He's that could be interesting. An adolescent Yoda. Or maybe, these, could, maybe what if Yodas just have spurts. What if he's the one character? If they're smart enough and they want to make a movie, they go like, hey, we're making a movie. It's 500 years later. Baby Yoda's the main character. We're making or what a if he's of adult <laughs> intelligence? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, nothing says that he is an infantile mind. I mean, he ate a frog, so he didn't seem particularly civilized, but... Yoda eats shit, too, though. Yoda ain't more civilized, though. <laughs> yeah. That's why the prequels you never bought us. Like, I've seen you slumming, Yoda. It's like, I don't buy any of this. Yeah. He's like, oh, we'll think about this, I will. I was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, one more thing from the rewatch, which is like, yeah. I, I know, okay, again, I'll say it's a movie. This isn't an actual criticism. It's just hilarious that it's like, guys, okay, Leia Alderaan, nobody, she, there's no connection with her there. It doesn't, like, great. She's got a different name. Perfect. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> Obi-Wan, go to Anakin's birthplace. Not, no, not just that, actually. 
Go to his like half brother's house. Go to the only get, people he knows on that knows planet. there. So if he stopped by there, he would ask them first and kill them first. Go to that place, like in that room, you know, where you were with his, you know, his mother. Go there, and like just he can have Skywalker's name. Keep that as his name first. <laughs> Let's do that. And Obi Wan, you're supposed to go to help him, but you now you don't have to change your last name. That's gonna be too much paperwork. Just like just call yourself Ben or something. I don't know. That makes it better. It's like it's the worst hiding place yeah. in the skies in the world. I That's why like I hope that show. We made that show assume will, like, he won't be looking. <laughs> yeah, and I guess he. I guess technically he doesn't know they exist, right? I guess not. And I mean, this is all retconning because I assume he's like, he doesn't feel it in Leia, you know, and he doesn't necessarily feel it in Luke until he's, because I guess you could say, well, that's the Force Awakens part. It doesn't awaken them until, the, you know, until a certain point or something. I don't know. It's like, whatever. I don't, who knows? It, it, it rides a lot well, on what but the, that what will the be writers interesting know at the cover time. Cover that stuff, though, with the new series. And maybe they'll get into some, like, we'll see. That could be it's, fun. That's yeah, it's best not to worry too much. Okay, real quick, real quick. Last thing, we'll get off right now. It's late. Deaths. <laughs> Who's I'm dying? Still deaths. We already said Millennium Falcon. We didn't say it yet, though. Millennium Falcon, I think, will die. Will <laughs> explode. Yeah. Chewie wanting to live because he doesn't deserve it. He could live, right? Yeah. Um, Snap Wexley. Uh, it's not looking great. I think Poe and Finn are, I think most of them are survived. It's just Ray and Kyler are the ones that have too yeah. much involved in I it. I feel like it's it's... It's 50-50 cuz I know they're going to want to kill Kylo, but I want them to resist that urge, but I feel like it would be more meaningful if Rey were to die. But I also think it's kind of I feel for Kylo too because his problems aren't necessarily his either. He's disturbed. Well, like, that's, that's why like, he needs that's to that's why you got to go on the road to redemption. Yeah, maybe. You can't I guess you, you can't just do one good thing and then and now we see coming back as a ghost doesn't mean you did necessarily did right anyway. So Anakin's ghost is probably bobbing around trying to make up for this shit too. We find out. Right. So who knows? Yeah. So maybe that Emperor's gonna die. Unfortunately Leia will die. It's even like um C three PO, that's the one. You could kill Lando, I guess, but well, it, the, it seems pointless to kill yeah, Lando. The C three PO one's the one they're pushing for in that trailer though. Well, here's a here. I'll I'll give you. Uh, this is partly a fan theory, I think, but it might be true. Like the red eye three PO, and they were saying how like they show her put what looks like a new chip in his brain or whatever. Right. But you know, Snap had that killer robot named Mister Bones, which was oh. a repurposed battle droid. But it, in the end, script, he ended up. Like, what the hell? That's the thing you used in your script, right? Yeah, but yeah. In, in the Aftermath books, it was a real thing. And even in the Poe Dameron comic, he had it. Because in the end, he was basically just recycling the chip into any robot body he could get it into. And oh, the idea of okay. making... Like, this isn't necessarily that 3PO dies, but they may temporarily replace his programming with the Mr. Bones protocol right? to get a little bit more aggressive. That's true. He could do that. That could be something. But the point is that it, like, wipes his memory or something. I would hope not forever, but who knows. I I, t- I take that scene to be that they're all about to go out somewhere. Well, the thing about it is, oh, no, I, yeah, because I saw another clip. It's just, like, part of this trailer. They keep putting all these little clips and TV spots. Yeah, I don't watch them anymore because of that. Well, this is not a spoiler because it's like, yeah, but 
we're, we're Poe and they're on that ship and they go and they're like, all right, jump to the light speed and maybe for the last time. He says, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, yeah. just like C-3PO says that, I was like, what are they trying to do? I guess they're just going to take, what? that means they're going to take I assume this thing's right? going to come into like a suicide mission where just a handful of end up on that Well, I don't think like, that either. I think they all, but because it, it shows the Falcon lining up with all those ships at the end of the trailer, the main trailer. I think it's like, that's part of it. And at the end, they break off, and it's this huge space battle. And probably Lando's in there, maybe, at that point. Who knows? But, like, it's Return yeah. of the Jedi, and we have every ship ever that opposes, you know, the Empire. Yeah. Against, no holding back. Yeah. Against that Katana fleet. And that's why they're like, this is like a suicide, but we have to do, you know, something like that. And maybe spiritually, because they finally kill the Emperor spiritually, he's control. Maybe he's con. Ooh. That might be the force power they're going to do. I can see that because that's the one. That's the one where they thing again the ships. too. Yeah. yeah, that could be one that's totally doable. Where they say, "Yeah, there's only like where those ships aren't all manned necessarily." Yeah, they're or basically. Fully yeah, they, we don't have enough people to man them. But the point is that he can. That would be. Oh, that's cool. Well, and they're that they're on a suicide mission to go after the emperor directly to right to stop because, it at the source. Yeah, because I just oh, read that, that chapter in the book, or just listened to it again, where he talks. Um, God, what's that guy's name? The crazy Jedi guy. Sabaoth. Yes. What is it? No, it's not Sabaoth. It's Savaroth. Yeah, Savaroth. They always say, well, no, the, the, in the the original, the heir to the Empire, it's yeah. George Sabaoth. Well, he says Savaroth. In the, well, he says... He's not really Savaroth. Zahn he's says like, that it's like, supposed to be pronounced Sabaoth. Oh, well, but everybody just started saying Sabaoth. They just say Savaroth in the thing, in the book. There's not an R in it. I don't know where that comes from. Sabaroth. Maybe it's a Sabaroth. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's a few clones down the road. They just had that experience. Because he says, I need you, and that's what his pitch is. Thrawn's saying, I need you for that purpose. But when they explain it mm-hmm. again, I just listened to that the other day. It's one of those things that, like, is a crazy idea, but it makes total sense when you explain it real quickly. When you go... Because yeah, because he you, says when Palpatine died, everything fell apart. Yeah, he's like, remember what happened after Palpatine died? Why did all the ships just go to crazy and not lose? He's like, oh. Just immediately. Yeah, and it makes sense because you're like, oh, that's just... A, again, that was a movie thing that you just forget mm-hmm. back then, but it's a grill to like, oh, yeah, because they just shit the bed and run into each other because he was controlling them. And the same way, that, like, why did Vader die? Because he was, con- you know, keeping him alive. So when you kill the Emperor, you're killing Vader, right? That's sort of part of the, the, the thing, too. So it's like, oh... I get it. So he can puppet master people. That yeah. So that could be one they introduce. Actually, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool uh, element. Yeah. Well, so there you go. There we go. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Done. Yeah. I'm not even gonna out. go. And they kind of. I don't know how they're gonna. <laughs> since the last Jedi, last Jedi did the little kids and dreaming about being a. We'll see how they actually end up with the last shutters. I think it's yup nub with them gathered around. Yeah. Just like. But that. it's gonna be like just a screen full of ghosts. Like Ewoks everybody goes. who's ever died Ewoks, is going to be Ewoks, there as a yeah, ghost. Yeah, Ewoks. Uh, it depends on whether or not this is the forest moon of Endor, or if, like you said, this is some other They're bringing everything moon. back. Dax is going to be in a ship. All these people are there. Everybody from the prequels. Porkins is Porkins is ghost. Porkins is ghost. We'll be here. Porkins. <laughs> everybody. Wedge is in it. I think Wedge is actually in it, so we know that. That guy. Yeah, that's true. And he wouldn't even come back for Force Awakens. It's like... Well, they didn't give me $50 million. Why should I? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, Soko, we think so. Hera, maybe. I yeah. think we're going to see somebody from or it could be Jason the, the animated Remember series. Her, her son. Her son. In a live action. In the, in the it Rebels. could be. Uh, could Jason be. Uh, 
Could even be Ezra Bridger, Bridger return, but I think they're going to hold on to that. That would be like, whoa, what happened there? If you saw him, you're like, hey, you'd have to show him yeah, in a specific way. I think, I think it could Ahsoka just be... would almost have to be more explained. Well, she went off if with she were there. Sabine, right, to find him there at the end of Rebels, right? Yeah, so we we don't know how any of that turns out. That's a story so, to be so told. So we're thinking else. that Hera Syndulla is, is the, the, probably the best candidate to actually make or a Jason, physical appearance. Or Jason, her son, too. Because her son's with her at the end, but he's a kid. And that's 30 years before, so he'd be like 35 now. Oh, yeah, that's now. right. So it could just be Jason Syndulla reporting, and he's this green dude. He doesn't even have the tentacle things, right? Oh, okay. Or Zeb. <laughs> that would be cool. Well, that would be neat to see one of those guys with, like, in, in live actual, action. Yeah, like the Lothcat was. That was cool. Um, what else? Yeah, I don't know anybody else with cameos. Can't think of cameos. Neil McGregor, maybe. Hayden Christensen. I think, yeah, yeah, Ewan McGregor maybe, but they may hold off just because they're doing that show. I think Hayden Christensen though is about an eighty percent chance. I, it's a wasted opportunity if you don't have Hayden Christensen. If he's not what part of like the, the visions and the stuff. The spirit of Anakin, I think, because what I love about that is that would be a, a redemption within the story that works, but also a redemption outside the story that works. It's it it works on multiple levels to bring him into the final movie and what tie him just, into all that. And I also think we're going to hear James Earl Jones' voice, too, obviously. I think it's Vader. You're going to hear Vader voice, too, I'm sure. That could be cool. I you can know, see I that. Out of today, too, just as much as we say that Kylo's such a great actual Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. Even his voice has that bass resonance that it would sound like if you modulated his voice, it sounds better. Like, it sounds starts to sound more like James Earl Jones. He's like, I don't I talk like this anyway, you know? And then yeah. you put him in that thing. He's like, yeah, that could be him. Whereas, hey, and Christian's like, what do you mean? What happened? I don't think that's like... Where'd the accent come yeah, from? Yeah. I don't think you mean that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you just hooked me up to like a Siri. It's like, you're just cheating now. This is not your voice at all. This is just bad. This is not... Yeah. It's like the, the killer and scream. Yeah. I think we did it. Well, I, I enjoy it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We cracked it. I feel like we cracked it. We did this. This we is a testament Furious if it's... That's not what it is. Our document for the future. <laughs> Yeah, which will come out after everyone's seen the movie. That's why I, I love doing a predictions before we've seen it, but well, not early well, enough to get it out. I said, so, we, we kept it pretty light here, and we just bitched about fan theories in the middle of that because you'll the, get the last laugh. Jedi one's hilarious because we just go because that's we did have canon, and we went on for three hours about like oh, the and secret I had labs. so many you theories. had like books and stuff you'd written about the theories. Oh and then, god, yeah. And then they go, that was amazing. And then we saw the movie, which I love again, but it's like it's a character study it takes place over two days. It's really just about these Nothing. characters. You're like, it's what? none of that. <laughs> there's no lore. In it. No, there's lore with the Jedi stuff. You're like, yeah, but we kind of touch on that, but we really don't get into it as much. But so there's it's no like, Ray lore. It's That's much more sure. conceptual and philosophical. And it's like, okay, nobody. Two days happened. Okay, <laughs> it's ah. like, it's like, never mind. <laughs> this yeah. Forget everything I just said. Then I think you're gonna get into that. I think you will get into the Jakku stuff in this, the harvester thing. Got I to. hope so. I love. That, I love you can't explain that. her without explaining that, right? Well, if you're bringing any of that into yeah. it, you know, they may save some did. of that stuff for more of the expanded. Because you could do, you could still explore that stuff. Because I kind of think with Mandalorian, that harvester stuff comes into play. Because they sure are. Well, the thing about trying hard to Palpatine grab that kid. There, if you bring one Palpatine crazy plan back in, you could bring like four of them in and explain stuff away. Yeah, and that, that guy was made of crazy plans. He was like right. a quilt of crazy plans. <laughs> So it'd be fun to do that, and then go. 
That would help a lot of the crazy stuff just all tied together. And you go, okay, I get For it. it. Like, he's buying Snoke, he's buying this, he's buying this, he's buying this, he's buying Rick Palpatine's Kylo. just a robot. Yeah, Kylo it's turning just, bad. just an army full of Palpatine robots oh, that are left care. over. Yeah. See, I want to see, yeah, I'll see if it has, if we'll see if it has any kind of ending, if it's all fans there, any kind of, see if there's any type of chances in it, we'll see. Controversy. Sweet. All right. All right, then. Well, good. So, look out for that. We just... Every now and then, even have some more TV Eight My Dinner coming, so look out for those on TV All My Dinner All cultures over. No Game of Thrones. No Avengers. Yeah. No Star Wars. We're done. With Tired of talking about Marvel. Yeah, we did talking a little bit, a lot about horror. I kind of feel like going old school. I enjoy talking about horror movies because that's still yeah. a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so we have some more of the podcast stuff coming up soon. Look for some more of this. We're still at a. Uh, CloudCitySocial.club is our main, but you can also find us on TV at dinner, I believe, still. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we'll be back to talk later on about what we think about the movie, I yeah. guess, now that we've actually seen it. So, so look out for that. In the meantime, my name is Sean. And my name is Andrew. May the force be with you. That's no moon. All right, we'll stop. Dog crazy. Dog crazy.